Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. The Savachi syndrome, I'm telling you, I'm like, well, holy shit, that was crazy. Wait for it. Thick and slick. <laughs> What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show. This is episode number 214, and we are here to wrap up another season, another kind of, well, not really a year. We're not quite to year yet, so I am your host, Travis. We are here in the Moto Aftermath Show studios being hosted generously by one of our pre presenting sponsors, TLR Coatings, in their shop, so this is great. We have a nice studio now-ish. Had it for a while now. This is kind of good. Talk again. I feel oh, like you're... Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm going to turn you up yeah, just a smidge. A bit. Just a bit. There you go. There we go. There you go. Turn up the snare. I have no snare in my headphones. Okay. All right. There we go. Anyway, uh, sitting across the table from me on this episode here, as always, is co-host Justin. Hi. What's up, buddy? Well, we've been hanging out. Yeah. So, as as per always, we've got to act like huge. we haven't seen each other, yeah. but we've really been talking for like the last hour and a half. It's really weird, though, because after the MX of Nations uh, preview show and then wrap up, we aren't going to be doing these shows for a while i mean we'll, we'll see each other but like not on a consistent basis like we do throughout the summer we're gonna have to do world supercross man oh yeah well i mean that's only three rounds though i mean it'll give us stuff to do but i mean like i feel like that all of december stretch outside of the preview show we don't really well yeah well that's like two weeks because usually it's like midway through december yeah we do that i mean we'll see each other more this off season than we normally would, which will but... be essentially when we get back from our trip yep Yep. So, because we pretty much will get back from Florida and then yeah. like have a week and then we'll be well, probably, actually, probably the following weekend we'll probably yeah, have to do it. Christmas would be two weeks after that. Yeah. yeah so, so, yeah. So basically, yeah. But anyway, and yeah. And so, I, all three rounds of World Supercross are in October, right? Yeah. The first one's October eighth. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. So we I think it's October eighth. The oh, following bro, weekend. How sick is that going to be? We're going to be watching World Supercross and riding Supercross. Jesus. Fucking sick, oh bro. My god. Oh, my God. Fucking sick. D-class to Supercross. D-class to Supercross, baby. Woo! Coming soon. Oh, my God. Coming soon. So, all right. Before we get started here or into anything deeper, I uh, just want to thank our sponsors for this year. Um, so, first up, presenting sponsors, Energy Fuel, best fucking drink out there. Keep yourself fueled, energized, and strong from start to finish. Pick yours up today at CoachRobStore.com. Uh, also want to thank Premier Custom Trailers. If you need a trailer, commercial or residential, Premier Custom Trailers has what you need. They work with the best manufacturers in the industry, specialize in all your trailer needs sales service parts or rentals they do it all premier custom trailers.com located five minutes south of kalamazoo on us 131 in schoolcraft michigan they put the custom in customer service and then obviously our final presenting sponsor as i said pr providing us with this uh cool studio here uh tlr coatings michigan's number one custom powder coating shop from two-tone wheels to motorcycle frames to small batch production jobs tlr coatings will powder coat anything metal the right way looking for some custom coating, they do that too tlr coating serving southwest michigan and surrounding areas for over five years check them out at tlrcoatings.com or on all the major social media networks at tlr coatings and uh we do shipping also so if anyone is looking for shipping we're here for it bro you can ship us your parts. Also on board with us here this week, we have Holster Co. for our reload rant, which I had a really good one, 
And now I can't remember. So my reload rant right now is I can't remember what my really good reload rant was. Oh, God. Anyway, um, Alias Sport, Dirt Bike Depot, JT Cycle going to be bringing us the 450 class review here for the year. Um, Adept Creative Co. helping us out with our graphics, which we got some sick graphics coming up on a sick CRF 110 build. So keep your eyes on the channel. Make sure to like, subscribe, and uh, comment. And yeah, like I said, really subscribe because that's going to be a sick little sick little build we're going to do on that thing. Uh, Gutterworks Gutters and Custom Exteriors, uh, they are going to be presenting our 250 class wrap-up today. Um, Isaac Nelson Designs, Clutch Media also on board with us. Um, if you guys want to buy any merch or help support the show, there are Patreon links, there are Amazon links. We need to talk about some Patreon stuff. We are going to start dropping some media on Patreon. We have we kind of talked about this at Iron Man. Mm. Um, we might do some reviews of some videos, yeah. movies, uh, like Bar to Bar, Great um, Outdoors. Great outdoors. Uh, fuck, I could release the fucking... Oh, the, 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 the Lost episode, yeah, yeah of Motocross that we, we reviewed. Might, for might some Mini Warriors. Yeah, some mi- stuff like yeah, that. some stuff like that. We may do some stuff like that where I'll put, like, YouTube links to, like, the the good ones where you can watch the full thing like we are. Um, that's That kind of stuff will probably be audio only. But, um, yeah, we might put some stuff like that on the Patreon, which you will have access to from any tier. So you can do $1 per month up to whatever it is. Um, and, uh, yeah, already. Just drank pre-workout too. Remember, uh, remember when you did this at Iron Man last weekend, and you didn't have a sheet in front of you, and you just went through all the sponsors. But I just, did. Just had to look at your sheet. I just yeah. Well, you know, I just um, anyway. Uh, also, um, for merch, we have one large size Dylan Danger Zone shirt. Yeah, because you know the other person on the show decided to show up for none of these outdoor shows. We are going to give this away. So if you wear a large size shirt here, we here's how we're going to do this. First off. You got to follow us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Second off, you got to comment on the post this week for show 214, because I'll put up a post for show 214. You got to comment on there. You got to follow the page. You got to like the post. And the best comment, I will choose some of the good ones. I will send them to Justin, and we will decide. And whoever makes the best comment will win. One large size Dylan Danger Zone shirt, 2022 outdoor tour that we made for this year because we have this extra one here. Yep. That's what we're doing. That's the giveaway. So Instagram, follow, like, comment on show 214 post. Not that hard. Not that hard. Not that hard. Best com- a- best comment wins. And you get a cool shirt. And I don't mean best comment like, oh, my God, Justin has a huge penis and he's fucking gorgeous. Jesus Christ. That will actually probably get you eliminated right away. Yeah, you're actually like, not What I really want to hear <laughs> is I want you to talk shit about either Justin or Cole or both of them. Or, or, or Travis. Yeah. Yeah. Not about me. That will also get you... Probably well, actually, blocked. like, look, I know you guys won't talk shit about me either because you guys have started to like me more. So basically, it's just talk shit about Cole. No, no, mostly Justin. No, no, Cole. <laughs> so anyway um yeah so giveaway 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 there uh let's see like i said make sure to like subscribe comment um make sure if you're listening on podcasts leave us a review five star review would be very helpful oh boy 
Cool. Last show of the year, we can't get we can't we can't get through the yawns, man. We can't even do this. We yeah. can't even do this. Okay, all right. So show two fourteen here. We are going to wrap up uh, the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross series here. Uh, we're going to talk some silly season stuff. We're going to talk some uh, online drama stuff. Uh, hopefully, at some point, I have a reload rant here. I can't think of one. I didn't really have one to be honest with you, <sighs> dude. I the one I had this week. I was listening to something. It was so good. Oh, it wasn't actually about the broadcast. No, it was about something else. No, yeah. Because usually most of the time when we do these reload rants, they've been about the broadcast. No, no, no. It had uh, nothing okay. to do with the broadcast. It was okay. something completely different. Okay. I don't remember. Okay. Hopefully something Maybe triggers as we it. talk, you'll figure it out again. Hopefully. Um, yeah. Okay. So do you want to start with the off-brand stuff or do you want to start with the reviews? Let's go with the review and then we'll do the off-brand because it gives us more time with the off-brand if we kind of got some cool shit to talk about. Okay. So we'll jump into the reviews here before we get started on the individual classes. Big topic this week, heat and shorter motos. Go. I told We've you. We've talked about this. I told you I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Like, look, I am all for rider safety. Um, I could go down a whole path of about 10, 12 years ago when we were losing a lot of people. A hero of mine growing up, everybody, most of the people know this name, Josh Lichtel. He passed away at Redbud from a heat stroke. There was other factors, but it was a heat stroke. I'm all for rider safety, but I don't. I find it interesting that now all of a sudden they're like, oh, my God, we're going to shorten the motos up. But yet we used to ride at Freestone when it was 115 and there was actual humidity there. We all know in California it's just hot. Not saying it doesn't suck, but there is a difference between it being just hot and then hot and humid. Fucking race at Loretta's for 40 plus years or however long it's been. And it's like, look, I'm, I'm glad that they did what they did because it did end up turning out to be like 106 or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But these are professional athletes. If you're not in good enough shape, then you're just not in good enough shape to ride 35 minutes. Like, plain and simple. Like I said, I'm all for the fact that they were thinking about the riders. But once again, though, and we talk about this with, I mean, you made the comment a few times over the weekend in Ironman when you and Tom were talking about hockey, hockey being pussified. Look, these are supposed to be the best athletes in the world in our sport. They can handle it. You know fucking Eli and Chase, yeah, they were smoked after the moto, but you know they could have gone another three, four laps. Dude, actually, I just don't like Ch- it. Chase didn't look that smoked. Which was funny to me. Well, <laughs> Eli, also, Eli looked more smoked than Chase. Well, Chase is also twenty two years which old. Which just makes me go Steroids. For sure. <laughs> that kid don't shit. That kid don't sweat. Anyways though. So I'm conflicted. I like the fact that they were thinking of the riders, but also, come on, man. Like it's not like we've never fucking ridden in the heat before. It's just you know, so it's I, annoying. I did make the point in our group chat about like, well, haven't we done this before? And you were like, No, no, we've never done it. We have done it, but it's been for mud and yeah. rain stuff. Which is totally different. That clicked in my head. I was like, oh, okay. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah, and if you're doing but, it like, oh, if you feel like lightning's coming in. Yeah. But we've never, ever shortened the motos for heat. I'm Look, I'm not kicking a gift horse in the mouth here, okay? I'm I'm all for the rider safety and mm-hmm. saying like, okay. like, And from what I understand, it wasn't uh, like when we first started talking about this in the group chat on uh, it was our Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, something like that. I, I don't think they decided it until, like, Friday afternoon. The way Weege talked on the Weege show, there were meetings happening at the track well, did with you everybody. Two of the big reasons why they had to get the go-ahead for this was from Honda and Yamaha. Honda and Yamaha oh, had yeah. to be on board with it. Yeah. Because, like, Which if, makes they sense. if they wouldn't have been on board with it, I don't know if this would have happened. Probably not. If they would have been like, nope, nope, sorry. Like, we have a 450 championship to decide. You're not going to take that. So, like I said, I'm happy that they were thinking of the riders, but also I'm a little annoyed because it's like, dude, the... Look, if you can't go 35 minutes in the heat, that sucks for you, but that's part of being a professional athlete. Like mm-hmm. That's what separates the guys who are good and the guys who are just okay. 
if you can't do it, and then Cole made the point about Grant Harlan, which oddly enough, Grant Harlan had his best fucking weekend he's ever had. Yeah. Thanks to Chris Kiefer testing. Yeah. Kiefering testing. But shout out. Like he was like, oh well, you know, Harlan and this and Kev's in the same way and all these different privateers. We could go down the list of guys we know that can't train during the week. Okay, yeah, I understand that, but that's also not guys like Eli Tomac, Chase Sexton, Christian. It's not their problem. Yeah. It's not their fucking problem. So like I'm glad they were thinking of the riders, but I also hate it to my core. Because it's like, we've never done this before. Dude, back in the day, it was fucking 40-minute motos. Hey, you want to know what solves this? What? Uh, Supercross only. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, unless they start making, wow, I mean, dude, it's actually going to be a little interesting if Supercross <laughs> in the middle of summertime, because riding a Supercross track in the middle of summertime is fucking terrible. Speaking speaking of the short motos, though, and people hating it, uh, who was it? Was it Rick Johnson? There was some. There was one of the old guys. Oh yeah, they was online. Hated fucking it. just ripping it. Like, oh yeah, this of course. Is horse shit. You of course, kids it's are school. fucking pussies. Of course, it's old school. And if it's, it's like hilarious. Rick Johnson, if it was Rick Johnson, I'd be like, dude, he can talk. He can say it. Say whatever the fuck he wants to. Yeah. I don't and if Jeff Stan would have said it, it'd have been the same fucking thing. Stan was probably fucking livid. You want to talk about a dude that like eats, breathes, and sleeps training? Stan's probably he may. He I wish I could remember who it was. There was somebody. I feel like it was on one of the shows I was listening but Stan, to. But Stan, Stan was probably watching that, going, "You fucking pussies." Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like I like I said, I'm glad they were thinking of the riders, but it's like, dude, come on. Those like, old, those old school guys were ripping forty minute motos at their tracks, at their Bob houses, Hanna. or whatever. With no fucking, he's my new favorite. By the way. That fucking guy. <laughs> I mean, is he's, a good, awesome. he's a good guy to look he up. He talks about how fucking sissy, sissy these boys and are. Then, and you I'm know like, what? I here fucking you, love here you go. Here you fucking I go. I fucking love you. So. And like I said, I know that people are going to be on one side or the other with this, but don't come and be like, well, you know, things are different nowadays. Dude, riding a dirt bike is still fucking riding a dirt bike. It doesn't matter how fast or slow they are. Like I said, dudes used to do fucking hour-long motos way, way back in the day. So don't give me this fucking heat's heat. It don't matter how fast or slow you're going. Fucking riding for an hour, 45 minutes, it still fucking sucks. So I don't want to hear, oh, well, this is a this is a new day and age. It doesn't matter, this dude. This is why I'm a fair-weather rider. Well, you're also not a professional motocross this rider. This is also true. <laughs> heat stroke doesn't do anything for me. No, it doesn't. You really don't fucking make any money. Up. Actually, you lose money if yeah. you have a heat stroke. Yeah. So, um, okay. Yeah, I just wanted to touch on that because I know it's been a very hot. Oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> <Did> it- <laughs> Fun. Hold on. I got this. Nope, that's wrong. Wow, that was... There we go. Uh, I like the first ve- one, though. It's been a very hot topic. I like I liked the first one, though. It was good. <laughs> ah, it was like a jazz intro. Yeah, dude. This is sweet. We got these... Is that actually going to be in the show? Yeah. Oh, I fucking love oh, yeah. it. We should use Hold those on. We got, we got some more here. We and did. we just lost 10 subscribers. Good. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Wow, oh, that's just man. us being fucking nerds right now. Hey, no, so we can actually change those, too, uh, by the way. So I don't know how cool. I have to get the manual out and look. But, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we can change them. This is it. There we go. Okay, cool. All right, let's get in this. You want to start with 250s or 450s? We've been doing 450s, so we might as well do 450s. All right, let's start with 450s. Brought to you by our friends at J... Hold up, shit. Oh, I don't know if I... I said the dirt bike yeah. earlier. Okay. Uh, oh, fuck. Hold on. Wrong sheet. There we go. Uh, brought to you by our fr- <coughs> friends at JT Cycle, serving Battle Creek, Michigan for over 30 years. Stop in, check out their full selection of Beta, Gas, Gas, Husky, and Suzuki motorcycles and power sports products, which I need to because I need an electric bike. Anyway, I uh, need something for around the house to help keep things nice and trimmed up. They have that, too, with a full lineup of Echo, Aaron's, Gravely, and Simplicity. Visit JTCycle.com or follow them on Instagram at JTCycleBC, which, by the way, went right on the kid's bike the other night, and that fucking thing 
still doesn't work. It's awesome. <laughs> she like rode the first one and it was fine. And then like the second time she went to ride, I was like riding the pit bike beside her and like uh, trying to get her stand up going through the little rollers that they have on the kids track there. And then like she was going so slow. The thing like didn't want to idle mm. and then would just die. Like sweet. Got a lot of P dubs. Yeah, so now I got to play with the car, which I'm like a little unhappy about because I just got the bike back from the last time it didn't work, and we haven't rode it until literally then. Now it still doesn't work. And you want to know why I'm going to an electric bike? Because you don't like carburetors. Because I'm not playing with fucking carburetors till uh, she's old enough to get on something with fucking fuel injection. Yeah. God, I wish we were big enough to ride a 110. One day. Soon. One day. One day. All right. Uh, 450s here. So, well, he did it. Fucking Eli. Fourth title, which is Get- fucking hilarious here. As much shit as we have given him over the years about mm-hmm. choking and not being able to put it together, and now you're talking two Supercross, four outdoor titles, fourth all-time wins. Like, in, Look, he's it, I mean, there, he's, he's now one of the greats. He went from... Holy shit, he can't put a season together to now he's one of the greats. It's unfucking Like right now, it's still, I mean, take Ricky out of it because fucking Ricky's just Ricky. But if you're talking about just American side, like our side of the pond, yeah. Like he's getting up there, he's getting closer. It's always going to be really hard for me to break into that top three of Ricky, Stu, and, and RV. But he's, he's fourth. Like he's, a, he's fourth. Like he's. And you can talk about the top, like take, like I said, take Ricky out of it. You want to talk about Stu and RV? You can put them in whatever position for different reasons. Yeah. Like if you want to talk about titles, yes, uh, Eli has more titles than Stu, but Stu what brings a different thing to it. But for me now, Eli is is solidly fourth. Like there's no ifs ands or buts. Like he's fourth. If people want to put him third, I'd have no problem with it. I could give you reasons why I don't believe he's there yet. But he's fourth, and he's it's a like it's a solid. Like there's no ifs ands or buts. Like he's fourth. And that's where he is for me. I, like I said, I know people would put him higher, and that's fine. I wouldn't argue it. I could give you reasons why. But yeah, dude, like he's now, he's in that fucking stratosphere of one of the all time, one yep. of the all time dudes. Yeah, like there's just no way I'm not to say that the winning that title, like it wouldn't, like you could still give reasons why you could put him in that all time. Mm-hmm. But winning that title yesterday, like if this was like the line and he was like right there, that fucking set him over the line. And that first moto was so fucking beautiful because, first off, he's done everything. Him and Sexton get a start and are one two, and I'm just like, dude, thank fucking god! Like, oh, even Stu's like, oh, praise Jesus, praise Jesus! I, dude, I, I fucking love Stu in the booth. Stu is great. I mean, we could do a whole thing on. I love Stu in the booth. Yeah, I hope we get it for Supercross. I know that that'd be harder. Yeah, they got to put him on in a Supercross booth at some point, dude. I love it, but. Dude, I mean, he... No, yeah. Malcolm, get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Malcolm, move! Move! Anyway, sorry. Anywho, uh, but yeah, so... Uh, but it, but it, dude, it, it it was just... it was We couldn't have wrote it up any better. No, that was like as, a script. Yeah, as far as like them getting a one-two start. So neither of them have to come through the pack. We yep. don't have anything like that. Neither of them crashed the first moto. Nope. Literally just... And I, and I give it to Sexton, too, because he owned it after the moto of, like, yep, I did not get through those lappers well, and that cost me. Now, is that what really cost him? I'm not really sure. Maybe. Eli did what he's done a few times this year. Ironman, Millville. You could talk about it a few different rounds. He kind of did it at a high point to a smaller extent. Like, he bided his time. Yeah. And I was talking to Wyman about this before I came here. 
Eli is, is not thrown away so many titles, but he's put himself in holes for... Ultimately, he's won those titles, but he's put himself in holes during outdoor title series that were unnecessary because maybe he was going a little bit over the limit and maybe spending himself, hitting the ground, whatever. And he's he's done everything perfect this year, dude. Yeah. he's And I know this is a cliche and people fucking hate it, but it's it's the most basic way of explaining this. He's known exactly when to sit behind behind Chase, watch his lines. Yep. And he even made the comment, they made the comment in the broadcast that, like, Eli said this to Weeds, like, hey, I kind of watch him and know, like, hey, he's starting to drop off a little bit. Now I can push forward. But Eli is really doing that. He's sitting, because people say that shit all the time, but Eli's really doing it. He's like, hey, I know I'm faster here. Mm-hmm. I know if I pick it up a little bit because I conserve energy, I know how to do that now in my career. I can close the gap. If I'm getting roosted, we're getting into lap traffic, it's getting a little bit sketchy, I'll drop back, give him a little bit of time. It gives me time to breathe. Yep. I'm going to go push forward again. And then when we get to that certain little window, I'm going to drop the hammer, and I'm going to go around him. I'm going to sprint a little bit, and then I'm going to manage the race. Yep. Because here's the thing. Eli's at that point of his career. He can fucking do that. Mm-hmm. Not a lot. Everybody that watches the show knows that I've been so critical of Eli his entire fucking career. Yep. But Eli this year, in my opinion, outdoor and Supercross, he won the title, but that was that unfolded a little bit different than this. Eli rode one of the most beautiful fucking outdoor seasons I think I've ever seen with how he approached every fucking race. Yep. And go watch Stu's rewind of it was Iron Man. Where yeah. he talks about this, about what Eli has done, and he'll back that up even further. He's just he's done something that only so many people can do, because you got to have so much confidence in yourself to sit back by, behind a guy like Chase, mm-hmm. especially a guy that has beaten you straight up this year, and know that at any time if you flip the switch, you can go run him down. Yep. Because Stu talked about it. He's like, yeah, me and Ricky, I would do this, I would do that. And Stu even elaborated elaborated on the Iron Man wrap-up or rewind or whatever he calls it, like what he would do sometimes. Like, hey, I know that RC's coming, and I'll conserve energy, let him go, yeah. and then I'll pressure him. Yep. But Eli, I think Stu is the only other person I've ever been able to see that can do that because with Ricky, he just dominated everyone. Mm-hmm. You could say even with RV couldn't do it because there were times when Dunge would close on RV, pass him. Granted, it was very little. But he couldn't go back after him. All the fucking praise to what Eli did this season because I don't think you could ride a season more more perfect than the way he did. Nope. That was that like I said, that was just beautiful. Now I did listen to a post race interview that mm-hmm. he did with Steve. Mm-hmm. Um he so the first moto he played it exactly the way he saw it going in his head, which yeah, he waited for Chase to kind of have some some slow laps there and then pounced on it. Uh, second moto, he said that was his worst nightmare that he had drawn up in his head. Mm-hmm. And he's literally like, I'm riding going, holy shit, this is exactly... <laughs> it was like 2017 Iron Man. Oh, dude. He he literally was like, "I." he's like, that is exactly what I had playing out in my head. He goes, when I got that start, he goes, I went a little too conservative through two turns two and three. He goes, and then I look up and I see Chase and Jason both ahead of me. And I'm like... Fuck. Yeah. So yeah. So he was he was sweating that second moto. All the pressure was on him that moto. Yeah. He was, was sweating. Oh yeah. He was sweating, and that that's where it works into me talking about Chase and the group chat throwing it away. But I don't agree with the choked part though. <sighs> can I can I explain? Go ahead. But then can I explain to you why I don't believe he choked? So here's the thing. I have now seen a different angle of that first crash they mm-hmm. had. <sighs> Man, I'm not. 
I know it's Sexton, and he does weird shit like that, mm. even though we haven't really seen it as much this year. Oh, yeah. He's cleaned it up a lot, but, obviously. That was a weird... That was a weird spot in the track to start with, period. Because it kind of like, the track, kinda like dipped. Out, the track was horrible. It kind of like dipped down and then came back up. And if the angle was from behind, like I don't know who shot it. Sorry, I I saw it on Instagram, but I didn't pay attention to who shot it. But they even did it in slow mo too. And so what happened is, when he dipped down into that, there was like a chuck hole in there. You could kind of see when he did that. Yeah, it's pitched it, him. Well, it didn't pitch him. His right foot came off the peg nah. is what ended up happening. And you can like clearly see it. Like I watched it several times because they did it normal speed and then slow-mo, and his right foot slips off the peg, and that's when he loses it, and then boom, and then just kind of slides off the backside of the berm or whatever. <sighs> and the second crash was like the Bud's thing. Once again, it goes back to, yeah. to waiting the inside peg and not actually yeah. leaning into the bike. And then the third one was a line slip. So this is why when <laughs> the third one was just that was a tan, he was, that was trying a, to make stuff happen. And it's like, dude. dude, nobody was taking, nobody was literally going outside in and cross right. Like, dude, no. he should have stuck and to the outside line. Dude, you could see that on TV. Those Especially fucking when you had the breaking back, bumps yeah. were fucking ridiculous. I'm like, dude, he was trying to who go do through. you think you are that you're going to try to go down on an elevation where you're bombing the hey, look, hill into square edges and I'm going to cross right and not hey, lose the front? Look, at that point. I give it to him because he was trying anything, yeah. which was go as fast as I fucking can and try to make lines that aren't fucking there, yeah. which is what he was trying to do. And yeah. it didn't work. Now, if that works, yeah. he's a fucking genius. I mean, yeah. we're, we're probably, we might be sitting here having a different conversation. But he almost would have had to angle the backside of that rut even different and jump into the rut because he like, he pivoted right as he got to the backside of the rut. So yeah. he almost would have had to start going outside in and kind of like do, do what Hurlings does and straighten out and then literally make that like a little bit of a lip where he like is like trying to go over a curb when you're literally right next to the curb. Yeah. Your front end's just so more pressure was actually like with Eli thing and I don't listen to the reviews. Eli had all the pressure on oh, him. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Chase honestly had no pressure on him because here's the thing: maybe internally, but from yeah. the outside noise, because he could go into that moto going, well, I can just ride my fucking best win this moto. And I still may not win this championship. Well, and that was what I tried to point out with the with the choking part of it. It was, dude, he lost sight of what he needed to do. He was too worried about championship. It's like, dude, just do what just do what got you here. Go win the fucking moto. Yeah. That's the only thing you can do because it's not supercross. So doing the bunching thing, especially when you guys blew everybody's doors off by like a minute and a half the first moto. Chances of you bunching everyone down, like Not there's no outdoors. way you're too gonna do too that. Long a time. So now, what's your next option? Well, if for some reason Tomac is in front of you, you can bonsai into a corner and just blow like nuclear blast him. Which Tomac said, I was well aware that that could happen once he was behind me. And I don't think that. I'd, I think that would be the last thing. That I happened. was gonna say, like, I don't know, man. Especially I, with the fact that they got to go be teammates in a few I weeks. Know. I literally told Ashley though, I was like, dude, because Wyman me, brought this up to me, same thing. He's like, dude, do you think that they? Like, they get aggressive, and I know Stu was like, awesome. I'm like, no, dude. I'm like, they're not going to do that. First off, I think they have too much level of respect. And the fact that they got to go be teammates in a few weeks. There's a lot of respect there, and, like, I have a lot of respect for both of them. But, dude, a million dollars in a title, I'm like, I'm probably sawing off your front fucking wheel, dude. Oh, well, and we'll get to this. In fact, I'm probably just stuffing it into the side of you no matter where I hit you. I just think that Chase And we're just going to see what happens. I think that Chase is so still early in his 450 career that I don't think he would want to try to go down that road. Now that never happened, obviously. So whatever, but 
but here, see, here's why. But it, it what? Yeah, Tomac was thinking a lot that oh, second I bet he moto. Was. So. But see, that goes into my thing where you talk about the choking thing. Yeah. Why I don't believe I called a choke is because choking implies that all the pressure was on Chase. Yeah. There was true. no pressure on Chase. Yeah, okay. All all right, was on, now, fair. if you would have flipped that and Chase goes in with the the points lead, yeah. Then oh yeah, I would have completely agreed with you. I would have backed your shit all a hundred percent because Chase has the pressure. When you go into a race knowing, dude, if I do my best, but that still might not be good enough, well, fuck it. Yeah. But if like, if I go in where you go into a race and you go, if I do my best, I fucking win this. It yeah. doesn't matter what that guy does. So no, I don't think that Chase choked. I think that that was just. I mean, honestly, I he think did chase. I hate to say this, because, he did chase sex, but he did chase sex yeah. things, which he, we haven't he did seen all it. the stuff that we've been talking about him doing that he hasn't really been doing this year. Yeah, and it's it's just. It's one of the things that he's going to have to clean up where I think, and you saw the same thing with the Lappers for line selection. I love how confident he is, but he's too confident in his, his talent, and he's too confident that his technique is always going to pull him out of situations. So, Because with Eli, look, dude, Eli's line selection, especially after they came back across the start, yeah, and Chase, it took him, and I don't know if his, his mechanic said it to him, like, hey, he's doing this. Eli's line selection is perfect. Yeah. Where Chase, you go, oh, he's just like, dude, I'm going to just fucking play it literally from this to this, and my technique is so fucking flawless that I can make it work for me. Yep. But if he cleans that up, well, fuck, dude. Like, he can obviously go win a bunch of championships. Here's a funny thing. Have you ever, have you ever watched Sexton's vlogs? No. <laughs> I was watching one the other day. Was it from Iron Man? I think so. Okay. His dad is fucking awesome. Kier's awesome, dude. I love he, that fucking He guy. literally, uh, I want to say Sexton was like sitting in the truck. I don't remember if it was after practice or something. And he was like, well, I did the best I could. And his dad looks at him and he goes, that was the best you could do? <laughs> and I'm like, this is fucking great. I love Kier, dude. Kier is oh, honestly man. one of the reasons why I like always like Chase so much as an amateur. So then I'm sitting there going, I wonder what his dad said to him yesterday. <laughs> like, like, hey, buddy, you really fucked that up. You I lost, bet Kier probably. You lost sight of doing, I mean... In all honesty, when that second moto, when Sexton got that, when the start happened and he gets through, like, say, turn three, four, five there, yeah. and he looks ahead and it's Ando and Craig. I mean, in his mind, all he should have been thinking is, dude, I just smoked these guys by a minute and a half. Use patience and let's fucking go. But the shitty thing is for him, too, also creeping in his mind is, is he goes, it, it still might not even fucking matter. Because that's, that's the thing is where, like I said, Eli yeah. had all the pressure because Eli, let's be real, he's been in situations where he's fucked things up. He's going, don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. Yeah, but like I said, his his only option was win. That second one was to win it. And like I said, the first mode he put himself win, in a win, it or, win it or nuke him. And but to he, be, I don't know that he's got the skills to nuke it. And to be honest with you, though, after watching what Eli did to him the first moto, I look Chase obviously doesn't lack confidence, mm -hmm. and he knows he can beat Eli straight up. I mean, he's done it enough times this year. Dude, Stu said he's faster than Eli now. And I'm not yeah, fully okay. sure that that's See, not. You could look at it. You could look it's, at it. It's close. You could look at it one of two ways. And this is almost contradictive, but I was thinking about this. It's funny you bring that up. I was thinking about the same thing yesterday because I knew we'd have this kind of debate. Chase, you could maybe say, is faster over a moto, which is weird because Eli just won the title. But I will still take Eli on any given lap no, to go two seconds yeah, faster. Yeah, that's a fair point. But it, it's how you want to look at it because yeah. there's multiple ways of looking at it. So, like, it's it's weird to think that, like, <laughs> sorry. It's weird to think that, like, Chase is, like, possibly faster through a whole moto. Yeah. Because Eli just doesn't own the title. But the thing, though, is it's it's kind of an old cliche. It doesn't matter if you win by a mile or whatever. Inch by mile. Inch yeah. mile. Vin Diesel. Yeah. But Eli has done himself, put himself in a situation where if I just go this fast in the middle of the moto, it doesn't matter that he's been better than me 99%. Yeah. I mean, look how many fucking times Ricky did it to Stu. 
Stu was faster almost the whole moto, but Ricky was just there enough at the end. Mm-hmm. So whether you want to say that way or not, it doesn't really matter. Eli won this title, but this is a good look for Chase. And I want to talk about a little bit of this when we get to the end of it, when we find out, when we talk about some like off-season stuff. But with what's coming up, Chase has got a whole lot of motivation, even with Eli not being there now. Mm-hmm. So we can talk about that a little bit when we end the show with off-season shit. But like, because Wyman, he's like, well, you know, what do you think about the motivation thing? Like now, like if he loses to Eli, because this was Friday night, and I go, oh no, I go, Chase has no problems with motivation moving forward because there's a kid coming up. Reason why he's leaving a certain team. Oh, well, yeah, we're gonna get to that later. It's gonna. Here, here's you want to know the first thought that crossed my mind yesterday after it was all over. I go, Chase will just go out and one one his motos at Des Nations. Strict, oh, we'll, t- we'll talk about strictly that. to stamp. Yeah, we'll, to, and, to stamp this and be like, yeah, you guys thought I wasn't the fucking and best. We're, and we're look gonna, what I just fucking and we're did. Talk, and we're gonna talk about that too because that could go one of two ways. It either like, could happen or he could fucking grenade him. Like honestly, it will not surprise no, me if either. he yards everyone. It won't me either, but it also won't surprise me if he arrows himself into the ground doing well, that, that too. Could happen too, but because when you start pushing that fine line, yeah. But anyways, we'll talk about this when we talk at the end of the show. But yeah, like I said this to Wyman, I was like, dude, trust me. There's a kid coming up right now that Chase isn't going to lack motivation. Look, he may have just lost to Eli, but trust me, with the kid that's coming up that's basically taking his spot, his motivation is going to be, well, I'm just going to go fucking beat him all the time. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter that I didn't beat Eli. So Chase has no motivation problems moving forward in his career. Nah, I I don't think he's got any of that. Another thing I wanted to point out here that I had notes on, as far as this uh, this goes here, um, you go back and you know we always talk. Every point matters. Oh yeah, you could talk about it. You go back to Thunder, Millville, Thunder, Valley. Thunder Valley. Yep. Uh, well, Millville wasn't so much, but the one that right, I mean, a still lot cost of pe- them three points. Yeah, but the one that a lot of people have brought up Thunder is Valley. still Thunder Valley. That late, I mean, last lap crash. There's three there doing chase and things. then the and then the jumping on the light that they penalized him a point. I mean. Yeah, you add those hey, four, though, you add thing. those four points back in, yeah. and even if Eli beat him that first moto, well, now all of a sudden it's still. But here's the thing, though, and it's it's so true. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, though, if you go off of the Stu comments that Eli was doing just enough, how do we know that there were certain races where Eli was just like, you know what, I'm just gonna kind of hang back here and I'm gonna do like Washougal second moto, perfect thing. Yeah, we all seen Chase. That was kind of like the starting point, of, and then happened to Unadilla. But how do you we know that if Eli, if he knows going in, hey, I'm more a few more points down. Look, I I have to win this moto. Yeah. So it's it's you always play those what ifs. Like it's very true, but you also go, well, we don't really know. And maybe Eli fucking bonsai's himself in the ground at Unadilla trying to win. So it's always those what if games, which if I learned anything through the Stu RC days, it's always fun to have the conversation because that's what we do. But it's pointless because you never fucking know. Yeah. It's cool to talk about in the hypotheticals, but it's like, dude, being the Stuth fan that I was, I could go, what about this? And what about this? And it's like, well, it doesn't really matter because yeah. you don't fucking know. You I, don't know if it would have changed. I really think that where it really got fucked up was Chase, that second moto, didn't just be like, look, I just need to go win. Yeah. Like, I need to do what I've been doing all year, which is win. He got a start that put him in a position to be able to do that. And instead of doing that and racing forward, he... But see, here's got the, it in his own head. Yeah, made a mistake, and I agree. And now, whether or not he was looking for Eli or whatever, I don't know if I really, I don't really see know about that because you could look at his head angle, and yeah. maybe you'd, you'd have to get a better look looking behind yeah. to see like where his back is to his neck. But like, I looked at it, and I even slowed it down, and I'm like, dude, that just like 
if you look at Chase, like I said, it was a chuck hole in that weird spot there. But if you look at Chase, it's hard to determine that because even though his neck is always very sturdy, it doesn't move side to side. He rides with his head down just a little bit. Yeah. So it's very. But once again, though, it goes back to, dude. Honestly, though, I don't think it would have mattered because he goes out and wins. Let's be honest. Eli was getting second. So yeah, it wouldn't it, but, have mattered. But like I said, Eli was doing a lot of thinking there, and he knew the pressure was on him because he, like like I said, he was nervous that, like, Chase, he knew Chase could get those guys. Yeah, of course. He had no doubt Chase could get those guys and run away. And then it's, okay, now I got to get to second because if I don't, and he's like, dude, Ando's good. Yeah. Like I give like I give Eli a lot of credit because he number one praised very highly Chase and then he was also praising Ando of like, dude, I knew Ando could get away too and he wasn't going to make it easy on me to get no. around him either. So, I was in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, you could look at it a bunch of different ways, but I was just going in he, and I mean, he he said too, he was marking Chase after Chase ended up behind him. He he went by him and was like, "Oh, okay, there he is." He's yeah. like, and cuz Steve asked him, he's like, you, "Did you know he was catching you?" And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "I was marking him the whole fucking race." Oh, yeah. I he's mean, like, "I knew he was coming." He's like, "Then he went down the second third time and I was like, "Okay, cool. Like that makes things a little easier, but yeah, I just as crazy as it is and as critical as I've always been of Eli after he won that first moto, I honestly kind of go went, well, that's the title. Yeah, I mean, I pretty much thought it was wrapped up too. something crazy would have had to now, happen. Chase would have we won almost there. But if Chase would have won. I'd have gone, oh, boy, this second moto is going to be a fucking dogfight. But the I moment Eli won, I was like, it's over, I was like, especially when they go win by a minute. Yeah. And Chase made a push, man. He did like he was coming he back. Pumped, he pumped up twenty minutes into that oh, first moto. Oh yeah, you could. Well, but he took. But he did I what he always did. He he relaxed yeah. when Eli got out in front of him. He's like, okay, now I'm gonna do what he did at Washougal. I'm gonna pick up on his lines. I'm gonna figure out some lines that work for me that are close to his, and I'm gonna go back after him. Mm-hmm. It's almost like that. Like, oh shit, the pressure's off. He's around me now. Now I can just go chase him down. Mm-hmm. Which is it's gonna be really interesting to see moving into Supercross if he plays it that way. I almost want to see Chase play Supercross the same way he did in outdoors. Get a start, and then if he knows, like Eli or Ando's behind him, let him go. Let him fucking go. Because I'll be honest with you, Supercross, I think Ando, outright speed, is the fastest of all them. But I think Chase is faster than Eli, outright, in Supercross. I think that Eli just, this is not taking away from, Eli was super fucking consistent and did what he needed to do all of Supercross. But I almost feel like Chase like, if Eli gets around him in Supercross, Chase can go, I know how to do this now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let him go, and I'm going to pick up on what he's doing, and I think that will work better for him in Supercross. Dude, is it wild that a guy who only won one 250 moto in his outdoor career has now, <laughs> and I mean, now, now be, it's third year 450s is fucking, dude, like, though, winning how many motos and literally battling ten, with one ten, of the greats? 10 motos this year? Something like that. Yeah, 10, because they, Eli won 11 no. and eight. So he only won eight. They somebody was counting on one of the shows. I think it was eight. I thought they both won double digits. No, I don't think so. I think he only won eight. So who won motos this year? I thought it was only three people. I thought Eli Chase and Ando were the only ones to win motos this year. No, Kenny, Kenny won a moto. Yeah. So wait a minute. So no, they had to have won ten apiece. Maybe. I don't know. I, th- I anyways, well, count. we'd have to look at it, but it doesn't really matter. The point is, is that I mean, dude, Chase is becoming I mean, it's sounds, he's becoming what we thought he. Could it's be. also really disrespectful because he also won two two fifty Supercross titles. The first one kind of a gimme, but the second one he fucking earned it. Yeah, but it's like he, he's becoming the guy that we like kind of thought he was going to become, 
And, dude, the sky's the limit if he can just figure out that next part of it. Because it's going to be really fucking hard to beat him mentally now, knowing that he just went fucking 24 motos with Eli. So let me ask you this. If you're Forkner, are you sitting at home watching this just going, Jesus Christ, my life's a mess? Yeah, because he's going, <laughs> fuck, dude, I used to handle this kid easily. Like uh-huh. I should have had like 13 titles by now. I used to handle him. We came into the pros the same time. And, like... he was, and the other thing, too, is, is he can be like, I was faster than him almost all the way through the 250 class. And then, like, what the fuck happened? Oh, speaking of, oh, yeah, as long already, as we're in the middle. I already know where you're going. The, the new 250 rule? Oh, no. Oh, that's not what I was talking about. Oh, you what, haven't heard that? No, what's up with the 250 rule? So now, in according to Supercross, apparently they're changing the rule that... A <laughs> 35-year-old? You can stay in the class unless you win the title, and then have and then you have a year to defend it. But No matter it, what happens? No matter what... Well, no, no, no. If you don't line up the next year, you can still go another year. A la Justin Cooper and Colt Nichols. Bingo. Star's probably going, really, guys? Mm-hmm. You, you really you really fucked? Like, really? You couldn't yep. have waited? You couldn't have done this rule in 2023? <clears throat> yep. Like, what the fuck? So, oh, yeah. Star, so Bobby Regan is pretty, probably so super pumped. So it's pretty pumped. much wide open unless you win a title. Bobby Regan was probably super pumped when he heard about that. Which is now we're going to have to start talking very seriously about creating a third class for kids to come into. Yeah, because I mean, we need a a la EMX two fifty class. See, here's the thing though. Supercross, it would be a little bit harder to do that because there's a lot of kids outdoors. You could do it. Supercross would be hard because we've learned this over the futures. There are a lot of kids out there that have no business being on a supercross track. So you'd have to structure the rules like how many kids are getting in the main. Because let's be honest, like I don't want to watch a fucking kid that's twenty five seconds a lap slower than the leader. No, but but you... I do agree with what you're saying, which is stupid because we've had mm-hmm. this fucking conversation how many times since we've started the show. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't. Maybe a thing. I hope, dude. Why don't you do it on Friday? Everybody's at the track Friday. No. There's press day. There's what's it called? No. I mean, now you can sell more tickets because you can sell Friday, Saturday tickets. Yeah, and here's the thing, too, is if you're some privateers, depending on if you get paid for this, I'm just going to go read this. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I'm getting 20th and not really getting paid to get 20th in a 250 main. So I'll just go win this class. Yep. I mean, I like it. Fuck it, dude. I don't really give a damn. More racing is cool with me. I like it. But yeah, that's definitely, I mean, it's kind of like the way the GPs had to do when they finally put their head, like their foot down and went 23 and under for the 250 class. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyways, moving on. Like, dude, it's a wild way to end the, one of the craziest outdoor seasons I've ever seen. And I mean, dude, I've been watching this shit for. I just wish we would have had a better track. Don't even get me started. That track fucking place. Fucking fucking that was so, I hate so that terrible. track. I fucking hate Paula. So I hate California, but I hate that track. Like really, yeah, we uh you know, we can have a the the opener of the fucking final and the opener at Paula, but you know, we can't go to Glen Helen. It's weird. Anyway, all right, moving on. <laughs> uh so Ando goes 4-3 for third. Um that was a good ride by him. He he said he shot his load that first one though. Dude, I am coming from the back because he was wadded up in the first corner with Dungey. Look, I I love watching Ando ride. I hope that Kawasaki doesn't destroy him because we know what Kawi does when they when you get to be at that level. I am really happy for that dude that he finally not only got one but two overalls outdoors because I feel like that was the only thing that was like, oh. But the way he went about this entire season, knowing after the halfway point that he just was never going to win a moto, 
mm-hmm. and how he publicly now we don't know what's going on behind the scenes but publicly was like you know what it just is what it is i've been away from outdoor racing those guys are better than me i'm getting better but they're i'm just not there that takes a lot of balls for somebody like at his level because we all know that these guys have a hard time swallowing their pride and the way anderson's interviews were and i'm not the biggest jason anderson fan i don't really like some of the shit that he does he's gotten better now that he's older, but I don't mm-hmm. really like some of the shit that he's done in his past. Same thing with Barsha. I don't like the, some of the shit that he does on the track. But kudos to him, man. Like he, he could have just been, oh, woe is me, bullshit the whole entire season. He's like, nope, I'm just gonna keep pushing forward. I'm gonna make it through this outdoor season, and then we're gonna go fucking try to stomp these boys in Supercross because mm-hmm. we've had this conversation. We all know for him it's Supercross. Yeah, like we know that he knows he can beat those dudes in Supercross. But he's like, I'm. Because let's be honest, he could have just been like, well, fuck it, dude. I ain't going to win and get first or second. I'm just going to mail it in. I got to ride next year. But he didn't, dude. He kept pushing, and he got fucking third. Congratulations to him. I know that was like so fucking. Not, so funny story here. Okay. I don't know if you've seen the video. We um, He can't ride a 250 for Diz Nations because Pro Circuit and Cowie are fighting. Okay? But there was a video he put out the other day on Instagram riding the new 250. Never change, Kawasaki. You're going to try to get me fired up right now. Dude, Because Ka- I'm super annoyed that he can't ride a 250 at Destination. You and me both, brother. <laughs> I'm so fucking... You and me both. I'm so fucking annoyed. Because that's we... a fucking... That right there is our best... As, as Kawasaki... we've all said, he we need a 250 guy that can pass people. Because he'd have no problem. Because that's the thing, dude. That's what's... Because I don't have any faith that Cooper's going to run it in on someone. And Ando would be like, go America. <laughs> This is for 2018 this when I got landed, or whatever, 2017, oh, whatever dude. it was. Fuck Kawasaki, right? With fuck the fucking you, ja- fuck you, you Japanese fucks. Fuck Kawasaki. Fuck Joe Shimoda. <laughs> Just kidding. He's part of the Michigan uh, Mafia. We can't I hate know him. We can't. He's part of. Uh, Michigan. But fuck anyway, Kawasaki but yeah, with a big stick. dude. Why has Kawasaki been such a shitball since forever? I mean, you go back. Go back to the James Stewart days. Go back to Ricky's. Dude, you can go back to the Ricky days. Even back in 01, before the whole Honda thing. Like, like I just do not understand. They think they're better than everybody else. It's like, dude, shh, so get that, off your fucking high horse. So what are they fighting with Pro Circuit about is what I really have questions. Like, uh, like uh, honestly, probably should ask Mitch at fucking Iron Man. I'm going to be honest with you. Probably, and this is just I have no information because I didn't hear about this. If I were to take just a guess right off the top of my head in the moment, it probably had to do with something that they want some of their parts on there. And if it's going to be a pro circuit bike, it's going to be pro circuit shit. Mm -hmm. And Kawasaki's got to fucking swing their dick around and go, no, that's going to be all of our stuff. And Mitch will go, well, it's our fucking bike, so fuck off with your bullshit. Mm -hmm. And it's like, this is Mitch Payton we're talking about. I'm pretty sure he can build a good enough bike for Jason. Like, fuck off. And Kawasaki's just got to be... The fucking douchebags that they are. Like I said, dude, I really hope that Jason doesn't end his career. I don't know how much longer he's going to race. I know he's made comments, but I really hope that he doesn't end his career with Kawasaki because I really feel that if he extends his contract, he's going to become a miserable fuck like the rest of the Kawasaki people. Outside of AC, because he's just AC. Mm -hmm. He's always happy about shit. But it's like, dude, just who the fuck? Like, this is not the RV era anymore. You guys haven't dominated for a long time. Like, you're lucky to even have a guy like Anderson. Let him do what the fuck he wants to do. 
So I don't fucking know, dude. Just this is why I've always hated Kawasaki. They just think they're better than everybody else. It's fucking like, dude, weird. It's been a long time. It's been since 2014 mm-hmm. since y'all have won a, a title. Well, like I said, I'm honestly surprised it hasn't made more of an impact here. I haven't heard more about it this week of him. You know, can't ride Disneyations and made the excuse, "Oh, I'm getting a surgery." And, 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 you and know behind what? the scenes, I've heard plenty that it's not that it's and you know pro what? Good surfing on, cowie fighting and good, you know what good on anderson for not blowing the team out of the water because he could have just done well the team won't fucking let me so good on him for being the ultimate guy well didn't i tell you about eli and chase and when they did the intro oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he, anderson's he on was, the team he was like off. well chase isn't isn't out here so i guess fuck it el hombre's in yeah dude i don't fucking know it's just kawasaki being kawasaki yeah but whatever so all right um craig goes three four great day Finishes up, I think he was uh, fit, fifth, fifth in, points. in points. Yeah, because yeah, Kenny got fourth. Well, yep. Christian Craig can ride a 450. <laughs> Great now, outdoor season. Now man. here's to hoping that they can get that Husky fucking working. <sighs> just don't remind me of more bullshit that I just can rant about during Supercross. Mm-hmm. Dude, yep. I, I really hope that it's not a shit show. Because we are the- big Craig fans around here. Dude, I like Big Chris. Craig fans. Yeah, nope. You know what? And if fucking Cole decides to supercross, he's going to be fucking just annoyed with all the praise that we're giving Chris. Look, dude. Big Craig fan. Christian, great season, man. Yeah. Great fucking season. Because let's be honest, fucking all the it. jokers like us that came up here with the preview show, and I didn't listen to all of them, but I listened to some of them. None of them really were like, yeah, Christian's going to do really, really well. Dude, he had a fucking good season, man. He did. So, congrats to him, and he proved all the people, if there's any still haters out there, which we all know there is, uh, he basically told you to fuck off. Yep. Uh, Justin Barsha quietly goes 5-6 for fifth. That was yeah, a good no, way to end Justin the year for him. Barsha. I was thinking, I was like, oh. I was like, where was this Barsha for most of the season? Oh, wait, that's right. Gas Gas sucks. We'll get to that. Um, AP goes 7-7. Seven, seven. He hates California tracks. Yeah, I mean, dude. Yeah, he just wants deep Did fucking tacky Did you see ruts. him ripping that beer in, out of the fucking eagle at Iron Man in the podium? No. Oh, yeah. Nice. His podium antics were awesome. AP never changed. Get off that KTM. I mean, we part. didn't see it because we were in the pits yeah. doing shit, but yeah. AP, get off that KTM just for the love of God. ripping it. Uh, Benny Bloss goes 6-8 for 7. What the f- <laughs> What? In his post-race interview with Steve... He said that he had issues going on at Iron Man that he didn't want to publicly talk about. I mean, we were in the pits, and I didn't see any issues with him. I so, see just normally just Benny. I'm going to go ahead and try to dig dig a little deeper. Whoop, whoop. I, also find little funny deeper. That, I also find it funny that he was like, yeah, I just got tired of Buds. But no, yet no, you, it was hot. Oh, but yeah, you just go ride 100. Yeah. I don't know. He just injected himself. Oops, sorry. Never mind. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm just watching that. I'm going... We did hear some things last weekend about him that oh, I will not yeah. share publicly, but uh, yeah. yeah, don't really want to do an int- interview with him. Interesting. Super all, interesting. All I'm just watching that. I'm going really, Benny. Yeah, really. The whole season, you you just decide to show up at the last round, the hottest round of the year. Yeah, I and don't you know, just man. decide. Like I'm just I'm. This is the shit that frustrates me with guys because we all know how talented Benny is. We've seen flashes how fast he can be, and then when he sh- does this. And then he doesn't back it up. It's like, what are you doing? What are you doing, dude? What are you fucking doing? I don't know. I think it just it frustrates me more with like when you know a guy is talented and he can do it, and then he just does it once, and then it's like, well, you know, fuck it. 
It's a weird situation. So um, Dungey goes 10-5 for eighth, and that tenth was because he wadded it up in the really, second corner. Really was thinking he was going to get that third, the second moto. When he was <laughs> <laughs> and then he just decided to cross rut and go down, and I was like, this God is, damn it, Dungey. This has been everybody all season. He's going to get that put. Oh. Ah, mm. <laughs> and we'll talk more in, once we get a little farther in and know what the actual details are for his 2023. Yeah. But I think he's back. Yeah, I now whether it's just outdoors or both, I'm not sure, but we'll we'll, we'll cross out. that bridge when we get there. Uh, Kenny goes eight thirteen for ninth, and that's pretty much a Ken Roxon finish was there, where you just do this and scratch he, your head, and we move on. He was an absolutely dead last though that second moto for like a good was lap. He? Yeah, I, yeah. I was watching the timing; he was at like fortieth. Oh, really? So I was, I only watched the race once yesterday, so I didn't go through everything like I normally do multiple times. Yeah. So. Uh, Dean Wilson's final outdoor race goes 13-9 for 10th, so that's cool. Ah, uh, sad. He's not sad about it. Well, he's not sad. I mean, <laughs> he's, he's like, got this a is real, a great decision. Look, he's got a really hot wife right now, so. She's really hot, even pregnant. Yeah. She's fucking okay, fantastic. We're not, we're not, we're not going to. Uh, yeah. Grant Harlan. Good for Courtesy him. of Kiefer Inc. testing on a Honda. Not even a Kawasaki. On a Honda. Well, I mean, it can't. Twelve eleven. I mean, dude, he was riding. I mean, he's been riding a stock Cali four fifty, so he's probably like, "Oh man, this thing can turn." This thing can. Good turn. for him, man. Good for him. Let's see here. Um, okay, quick fire here. Uh, Norin goes nine fourteen for twelve. McElrath sixteen ten for thirteen. Marshall Welton fourteen twelve for fourteen. Stu goes fifteen DNS. Hating life that second moto. Hating life. His brother made fun of him. <laughs> His brother did make fun of him. That was awesome. Uh, let's see here. Meshi goes 40-18. No idea what happened with that. Uh, Rob Bell goes 18-28 there for 21st. Let's keep scrolling here. Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? Kessler went 36 DNS for 41st. And Troll Train, farewell tour, did not ride. Oh, some random uh, kid from California, which I picked him on my fantasy team on a 350, Braden Lessler. Got in the top 20 that second moto, riding for AEO. Lessler. Lessler. Oh, Lessler. there he is. Yeah. 2017 for 19th overall. Yeah. Local California kid, I'm pretty you sure. You picked him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got me a hundo points. Fuck you. Yep. Yep. Riding a 350. Anything else 450-wise you want to talk about? Uh, we got to take a break because I accidentally yeah. clicked something so I don't have the 250 results here. Yeah, no, man. I just, like, great way to end the... It was a good season. Crazy season, man. For all the all the talk that we... with as we going on with outdoors, with World Supercross, and comments we've made, our distaste for how the outdoor series is run. Um, and next year we might actually be able to actually watch it on the app. Yeah, I canceled my shit right after those. I watched the motos. Tom was going to sign up for it yesterday. To literally be able to watch yesterday. Yeah. Said it was seven dollars. Yeah. Clicked all the way through. It's twelve something. You went, fuck you. Shocking. <laughs> wow. Anyways. Anywho. Um Yeah, dude. Great season though. Wild the season. It's uh it's been a long time since we've had a season that uh that intense. Um I'd probably have to go back all the way to like the twenty eleven season between R V and Dunge and when Reed was leading. But yeah, man, it was a great season. I mean, crazy that it's already over with. But uh, at any point, did you think they were going to lap into the top ten that first moto? No, I thought we were going to get close. Maybe, but they still had like a good fifteen seconds before they were even going to get into the top. Once we start, once we started clicking top twenties, I was like, ooh, how crazy is though to think that okay, they won, they were up ahead a third by a minute, but yet Stu and Ricky would lap into the top ten every weekend back in the day. It's fucking wild, but um. 
No, man, it was nothing really else on the 450 class. Just a crazy fucking season. So, yeah, that was that was cool. Yep. So, all right. So that's 450 wrap up. Um, we're gonna take a quick break because I gotta pull the results back up for the 250s here. Then we'll come back. We'll talk 250s. We'll talk some silly season, some other things. And we'll be right back. All right, and we're back here. Uh, 250 race wrap-up going to be brought to you by our friends at Gutterworks. Check them out at gutterworksgutters.com. Kayla and Josh, great people. Exteriors, seamless gutters, all that kind of good shit uh, for your home in the southwest Michigan area. 250s here. Golden jet. Golden jet. Back to back, baby. And Dennis Rodman was there to help congratulate him. Oh, fuck all that. Oh, know. it's fucking great. It's fucking stupid. It's fucking great. Dennis Rodman Rod- in the booth. Rodman's a piece of shit. Talking it up. I muted that whole segment. Oh, my God. He's Here a piece of go. shit. Rodman's a douche. Do you know anything about Dennis Rodman? Yeah, he's not. I know. He's I don't a terrible know fucking... He's, he's friend... Never mind. Have, have you looked at him? Does he look like a wonderful person? No, he's not. That's okay. why I was like, I don't really care that this dude is on here. Yeah, it don't was weird. Really care. I like how they kept trying to play it like he was some sort of fan, and I'm like, I don't think that's the case. Myrtle just literally was like, "Yeah, this kid is a big fan of yours." Want a bunch of money? <laughs> yeah, because you... Dennis Rodman didn't go there for free. I can fucking tell you that. You think the Wasserman Group is his manager? <laughs> I don't fucking know, but probably, maybe. So... I don't know what they're managing. He doesn't fucking do anything anymore. Yeah, he's Dennis hangs Rodman. Out, hangs out in China. Yeah. So, anyways, anyway, so Jet goes back to back there, clinched it. Pretty easily won the moto and then went. There's a fucking roadblock that first moto. Then got third. Dude, the funny thing is, is he was super concerned about trying to help Hunter get second in the points. So Hunter must have top two bonus. Yeah. But he was a roadblock that first moto. Joe was faster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Way faster. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, dude, congratulations to him back to back. I'm going to try to go win a fourth 250 title with Supercross. Have you heard, though, that they're thinking about putting him back on the East to defend the title instead of West, which I think is well, stupid, but whatever. I mean... I mean, it's going to... Dude, if he does West, it'll give him more time to get the 450 dialed for outdoors. Yeah, it's cool, though, because he gets to run the number one plate. Yeah, don't get me wrong, Like, but they got to run... It's Whatever. Actually, I so I have a jet thing. Have you been watching the Red Bull... Uh, What is it? Jet Fuel, Clear for Takeoff, whatever whatever the Red Bull series is they're doing about the, about the Hunter Brothers. I watched the first episode. I didn't watch. Second the episode is out. Is it the Redbud one? That's in there. Okay, I didn't watch that one. There's some. There's. I think I watched the whole. Very, bu- there's a whole bunch of the different outdoor ones. I think I watched the very first one they did of the year or of yeah. outdoors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, let me tell you why Jet will be one of the greatest ever. Okay, here we go. Because he has great karma. I okay. almost, I almost cried watching this. Okay. So this girl had a traumatic brain injury or something okay passes away young okay. girl like 15 or something okay huge jet lawrence fan okay the dad contacts myrtle says all i want is for jet to know her name that's it that's all i want i don't want a jersey i don't want number plates i don't want sympathy i don't want anything of the sort i just want him to know what her name is and that she's a big fan is this recent yeah, yeah. This, this happened year? this happened like during outdoors okay so, uh, Mertz obviously is like, fuck yeah, no problem. Because mm-hmm. I don't think he's a terrible human being either, even I though he's a so. manager. And so, Jet gets on a Zoom call or makes a video or something, which they showed on the show, of him apologizing, or yeah, basically giving his condolences to the family and all this stuff. And, you know, if you need me, whatever. They then 
I don't know if they got them to the race or if they just went to a race that mm. was by them. And I don't remember what race it is. Uh, so they interview them for this show. As they're interviewing them, Jet comes out, okay, and uh, puts his arm around the sister or whatever. They didn't know he was coming out. Puts his arm around the sister, you know, doing photos, videos, mm. all this shit with them. He then gives them his championship plate from Supercross. Okay. Not a number plate. The hmm? AMA plate. Okay. For them to put, there's a picture, they have a picture of the girl on the wall and stuff with a Red Bull hat and stuff. And I went, this kid just gave away what was probably one of his most important titles, hmm? his first Supercross title. He just gave that plate away to someone out of the goodness of his heart, I guess. Mm. And maybe they get multiples. I don't know. I don't... Maybe. I'm not sure. But I just looked at that and went, let's say that's not a multiple. Let's just say that's it. That is the plate. Yeah. And you were just like, look, you guys need this more than me. Yeah. Here you go. Like I said, I almost cried. Grown man almost cried because I was like, that's a beautiful thing right there. Yeah, nobody ever said Jet's not a, a good person. I'm, dude, I, I didn't I didn't say that. I'm just saying the good karma this kid is creating oh, yeah, yeah. is going to not only it, it like it we we know this in real life anyway. Good karma comes back tenfold. Yeah. You put that kind of good karma out in the world there, it's gonna come back tenfold for you. Yeah, I mean, dude, nobody's why he'll be one of the greats. No nobody's ever said <laughs> Jet's not a great I don't see that's the thing. I don't really know what to say because I can't because I don't know Jet. I've never met Jet. I've never said he's not a good person. The only thing I can critique what we do on the show is the riding aspect of it. I don't know how good of a person that kid is in real life. That's an amazing thing to do in a, in a tough situation. I've never said he's not a good person. I didn't say you said he wasn't yeah, a good person. I just, I don't just put that out there. Yeah, I'm just and that telling means, you. And that's awesome. And, and you know what? Like this I is said, just more ammo for me to use. He's going to be one of the greats. And look, if Jet does become... And in 10 years when we're still doing this, you're going to have to eat your words because I'm going to be like, I fucking told you this kid was going to be a fucking goat. Look, maybe, maybe. You know, here's the thing. We won't know until we know. I know that's a basic comment, but it's like, it's true. We don't know. He's going to enter the next part of his career, which is going to be uber fucking tough because he's really young. Are you sad that he didn't wrap it last week so we could have seen him on a 450 this weekend? No, because honestly, I like the fact that the first time we're going to see him actually ride a 450 and mean something is at the MX Nations, and we're actually going to get to see it. I'm really sad, though, because I think he's going to go, like, is he racing the same class chases or is he yeah. in a different one? He's in. Well, I mean, once again, they got to remember that doesn't matter in the final moto. I know. I'm no, just he's saying. in MX3, so he'll be, they'll be in the qualifier together on Saturday. Yeah, it just makes me really sad because he's going to have to get second to Chase now because I think Chase's motivation is going to be much higher. He might not even get second, but anyways. Um, <laughs> I do. Anyway, we'll, we're going to get, we'll into, get the, into that when we do our yeah. Nation show. But um, yeah, I mean, dude, good for him. Like, like I said, he's going to try to go win a fourth 250 title. He's got the. It'd be cool to wrap with two Supercross, two outdoors, especially east and west. Mm-hmm. Something that I'd have to go back and I don't think has ever been done. Maybe. Maybe at some point somebody's done it, but I don't fucking know. Highly doubt it. Because um, most of the time when you've already won three, three 250 titles, usually the guys move up by then. Um, but yeah, I mean, good on him, dude. Like It was it was a up and down season for him. He showed how mentally he tough it is. But now it's it's like it's game on now. Like now next summer, this is this is it. This is now. There's no looking, and this is st- stupid to say that because there was no ever looking back. But now it's like now you're with the men. You're not with the kids anymore. You're with the men. You're still a kid. You're with the men now, 
and you're going to have a target on your back because I'm telling you this, and we'll talk about this when we talk a little bit of the off-season stuff here in a minute. I don't know if people in the 450 class dislike Jet because I don't think Jet's ever given a reason these guys to dislike them. But I can say for certain that not a lot of these dudes are real happy with all the hype that he gets. Not that they don't think he deserves it because he's proven he deserves it. It's kind of mm-hmm. like what we just been saying. If you don't like it, then go beat him. Yep. But you damn well know that a lot of those 450 dudes aren't going to take kindly to this 19... Because he's 19 now, right? He had a I birth- think so, yeah. I think he had a birthday this summer, so 19. Yeah. This 19-year-old phenom coming in, there's going to be a little bit extra sauce on every pass that's around him. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's the way with any of those kids. I mean, yeah, yeah. Ricky, Stu, all of them. When and they that, came and that's in, what I, and that's it, what I mean. no like, one ever wants to get beat by the kid. And that's what I mean is like, we're going to see what he's really made of now because now it's... Now you have a target on your back. But there's only a few of them that I think can actually do something. Maybe beat him, but plenty of those dudes can make his life hell for a few laps. Yeah. Like I said, Barsha. Yeah. Barsha can... Barsha I don't makes think everybody's Bar- life hell. Let's just yeah. face it. So that's, that's my point is, is that it's the same thing I'll always say. It's one thing when you're doing it in the 250 class with guys that are your own age. Yeah. It's another thing when you get to the 450 class, the dudes that have been doing this for eight years. Mm-hmm. And now it's like these dudes have families and all this kind of bullshit. So, yeah, I mean, dude, like, congratulations. He had a great fucking season. It was up and down. Probably some spots that he wish he didn't wasn't in. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, dude, he, he did what he had to do. Mm-hmm. Like, good for him. So Yeah. And it is funny, though, because, yeah, you are right. He did win that first race, but. Oh, he was a roadblock. Yeah. Joe was. Uh, and we're. Hmm. Yeah. No. So. All right. Uh, so speaking of, Joe goes four one for second That's and puts a stamp on that second oh, dude, moto. That was a fucking impressive ride. If that would have been thirty five minutes. I'm almost willing to bet that would have been close to forty seconds. Yeah, he was gone, uh-huh. and he was like, "Okay, all right." And dude, I feel so bad for him going into MX of Nations. With no offense to the dudes that are racing on his team, but he might not even get to race. The he, wins, he might win that two fifty qualifier. Though. He might go out there and put a stamp on and be like, "Yo, fuck all you guys." Yeah. Um, and he was not happy on the podium, and we're going to talk about this. When he we was talk- not pumped. On he that was not move at feel- all. Look, there, mm, that There's was friction there now. Yeah, and I don't think with the how much momentum Joe's got going on that Hunter, I'm that one. I don't think that was the right move on Hunter's part. Joe is Joe was championship talk this year as far as like Supercross went. He's very championship talk next year for both, I think. 250 Supercross, it's still one of those things. He can do it, but it's kind of like you don't know until you know. He's mm-hmm. got to put it. He's Here's what I'll say if I know that Joe can win a Supercross. When he gets two, if, two mains. If he wins two mains, yeah. be like, yep, nope, he can win this title this year. Outdoors, it's it's basically it's him, Hunter, and Vial. Like, no offense to Cooper because of Cooper is apparently riding 250 outdoors. Yeah. It's him. It, <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. That I don't changes, fucking know. That changes by the way. We're going to talk about that in the, and when we get to it late in the show. But, like, it's honestly, it's it's him, Hunter, and Vial. Like, yeah. let's be real. And, like, Joe's going to be definitely, I I think for a lot of people, Joe's going to be the favorite. He has to be. He's got to be. He's got to be. He's got to be with what he just did this season. Hunter didn't win an overall this year. And Joe slapped him the fuck around. Like, mm-hmm. I love Hunter. And I also like Joe. But, dude, Joe has got some shit working for him right now. Shout out Nick Way. Shit's working. Michigan Mafia, baby. If I'm Hunter, I'm hoping I'm not on the same coast as him come Supercross. Here's the thing, though. This was talked about on a show I listened to this week, too. You're hoping you're not on the same coast with him. Then everybody's running from Jet, too. Joe's not, though. 
You don't think Joe's going to... No. You don't think, no, they're no, gonna, no, no, you don't no, think they're going to run him away because no, 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 they no. think he can win a title? No, no, no. That's not what I mean. You, that I agree with. What I'm saying is Joe, if they tell him you're on the state coast as Jet, he goes, cool. I, I know I, I'll be, I can beat him. So running well, away running away from in the far, as far as like... But does he know he can beat him in Supercross? That's the thing. Here, here's the thing. It's kind of like an outdoors. Did we think Joe could beat him in outdoors? We don't, but he does know that now. He still has to prove that to himself. In yeah, oh, yeah, you have, you have that's to prove the thing. Okay, yeah, but that's what I mean, though. You don't know until you know, yeah. and I know that's a dumb comment because it's like, doy. Yeah. But if you were to ask Joe, yes, I would like to go win a title, a for sure thing, but I guarantee if Mitch goes, well, you're on the same coast as Jet, he goes, well, then cool, I'll just go beat him. I think. Uh, yes, I agree. But I, the I, run, the running thing, I th- the verbiage, we need to change that. I think there's going to be a lot of behind-the-scenes talking from team-to-team people trying to figure out where he's going, and I think that But whatever. Joe is the one dude that I know I don't think is afraid of what. If you put, tell yeah. him you got to race with Jet, because the running thing, yes, there are a lot of dudes that don't want to have to race Jet. But do you agree with, Joe, you got to go race Jet? He'll go, cool. I mean, realistically, in 250 Supercross, and I know we're getting off topic here a little bit, who 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 will beat Jet? Joe is the only dude if he makes those jumps of what he did in outdoors. Because yeah. once again, we don't know. If we're saying hypotheticals, if you tell me he makes the jump in Supercross like he, he did, did in outdoors, outdoors then, yes. then I go, yeah, Joe. Joe will be the guy. But outside of if he doesn't, then no. No one, because Craig's gone. Hunter can't fucking put a championship together, which sucks, but whatever. There's no one. There's no one. Joe is the only guy. So, yes, I agree with the team will want him to go opposite. But if you tell Joe, oh, you got to go race Jet, he'll go, cool, then yeah. I'll just go beat him. And it really sucks that this Joe wasn't here at the beginning of the year because I think in Joe's mind he goes, I actually can I can beat Jet, like mm-hmm. straight up beat Jet because he's done it enough times. Dude, if he would have been like this at the beginning of the season, we'd have had the 250 championship just as good as the fucking 450 championship. Yep. It sucks, dude. Like, yeah, but then Joe, but then again, too, you got to go back. Joe had some weird motos, too, like some really weird ones. He did, but the one thing you can say after the halfway mark, and it was it was Redbud where High Point actually started to turn around. Yeah, is the moment that Joe, when Jet passed him in that moto at High Point, and Joe lashed onto him, and he ran with him. He goes, "I can do this. Yeah, I can actually do this." Joe is one of those kit, and man, I, he might be the next guy that just fucking starts getting these titles because i mean dude he's got everything going for him yeah he's got the agent that's always going to put him in a good spot he's got the bike he's got the trainer he's mentally there because he knows he can do it now and dude cardio wise that kid don't get tired which no. is holy shit that's impressive that kid was barely sweating mm-hmm. where jet's like holy shit and joe's just like yeah whatever mm-hmm. Yep. So anyway, good season for him um justin cooper goes three three for third more impressed i know that running the 102 I mean, cool. That's sick, dude. It was cool. It I was. was cool. I was kind of impressed with him. The second moto, the second moto was him. was definitely more impressive. Yeah, yes. I was like, oh, Jet's gonna go around him. He's gonna drop him, and then I'm like, oh no, Justin's like actually. First, first moto was like it was weird. Yeah, it, was it was weird. Like, Ooh. But the second moto, like, look, dude, if that's the last look we're gonna get at you before MX of Nations, I'm not as worried. Yeah, but I'm still worried. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm fuck- still like, Shit. I'm still fucking worried. Um, Hunter goes two five for fourth. Not happy with that pass. Dude, not happy with that pass, especially on your post race. He definitely said my back was against the wall. I didn't really have a choice. And I understand that because, like I said, he probably has top two bonus. Mm -hmm. So he needs to, uh, you know, get that shit done. And here's the thing. He knows that, like, Joe's the third best guy and you got to make up 13 points. So 
you got to do what you got to do. They blast him a little harder than he probably wanted to. Probably. I just but, didn't, I didn't like it, and I, I guess I don't like it more so for the fact that I know that those all that made, was a sketchy turn to do it in because yeah, he was and blasting see, here, down that hill. And see, here's also the same thing. I don't think Joe, with the angle he was coming in at that corner, I don't think he thought Hunter was going to rush the corner that hard. Yeah, and I think that it did. Obviously, it was all Hunter's fault, but I think that Joe not thinking that Hunter was going to rush the corner that hard, he probably didn't think Hunter was going to be on the inside of him that yeah, quickly. I was going to say, I do, I do have to say, if you do watch it, yeah, like closely several times in a row, Hunter is going in a straight line to. And Joe's corner, going outside in. And Joe goes outside in. So realistically, but you could definitely racing, tell though, but it wasn't like the best move yeah, ever. Because you could definitely tell once they hit the entering of the corner, Hunter just fucking bonsaied in. Yeah. I just wasn't happy because of the fact that they all are in the same circle. And that's going to be a weird thing now because I think Joe was legitimately pit. I mean, ultimately, he got second in the point, so who fucking yeah. cares? But I think he's kind of like the fuck dude mm-hmm. which is why i think that joe and jet are better friends than joe and hunter well probably you know i mean they were playing fucking you know haul me around on your back on friday at iron man it's called a piggyback ride whatever dude i don't give a fuck there and all that was happening was jet was trying to blow out joe's knee the day before the race so that he could just wrap that title at iron man all yeah, right? yeah yeah um all right so uh rj goes seven four for fifth kind of was just there. doing rj things there most of the day uh, Seth goes six seven four sixth. Honestly, I thought if any race that Seth was going to be on the struggle bus, it, it was, was that be one. there. And you know what? He said he felt fine. I don't, man. I he's got. He said he's got it under control. I he said he felt fine. So I, I honestly, with the way the season was, I almost think I'd have to agree with him. Like he didn't fucking drop anchor. He was pumped that he made it through a whole season, and now he can go get ready for Supercross. Yep. So I'm dude, I'm just happy that the kid made it through an outdoor season and he didn't have an episode. But I mean, I would have to believe that he might be right. I mean, dude, he didn't fucking hit the wall at the hottest race that we've had in a long time. Yeah. You would think that if it's gonna flare up, it's gonna be there and it didn't. Now if he would have went fifteen fifteen, I'd be like, ooh, but he got six like dude. Yeah. No, it's it's okay. It's okay. We'll see. Moving forward. So and, and we're going back to Supercross, which he's better at. Uh, yeah, he's de- that's my point. He's definitely better in Supercross. Yep. So, so um, oh, here's a fun one. Marv, 5-9 for seventh. Yep. You want to know how many times he rode the bike? How many? <laughs> I think he said like three, two, three. Shocking. He rode two or three. And, uh, and it was probably in Italy. Did two or three bicycle rides? No, it was here. Oh, it was? Oh, so I wonder whose bike he was, he was riding. No, in he Italy. was in France. Oh, he was in France. Yeah. I wonder who's fucking he was bike on vac- he was on vacation when they called him ah. and said, hey, do you want to do this? And he's like, they actually, so they called him. He wanted, they wanted him to ride 450 for Disnations. He's yeah, like, dude, probably... I haven't raced all summer. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And then they called him. They were like, hey, can you ride 250? We really need you. Yeah, because after Vial was like, no, I'm not doing it. And that. he was like, uh, okay. And then DV's like, yo, you got to do a race. So two weeks ago was when he started. He's like, he literally in his interview was like, you want to talk about guys coming from the couch to the track? He goes, that's what I did. Yeah. He's like, I was on the couch. He's like, you know, I I was bicycling and I was riding, but he's like, I wasn't doing anything. Like, very candid about, like, this was literally, like, the definition of couch to track. And there, and it was like, well, you did pretty good that first one. He's like, yeah, kind of blew my load there. <laughs> Which I was like, well, that's probably, probably I mean, it. I'll tell you this. And we've we talked about this, but if that's all of that is true for him running that pace for as long as he did the first moto, and now he's got what is it three weeks we got, and we yeah. obviously know it's not going to be a hundred two, uh, two two and a half something is it like two that. Or three? Yeah, it's no, it's no, I think it's three. 
Because this weekend, the weekend after, and then the following yeah, weekend. Yeah, three weeks. Yeah. So three weeks. And we know it's not going to be 106 at Red Bud. No. Probably like 60. Yeah. I mean, dude, you don't. Jet's not going to be there. So it's going to yep. be Joe. We talked about Joe, Hunter, and Justin. And Joe, unfortunately, might be in a situation where he. So it's just Hunter and Justin. And like you ran their pace for however many minutes was the first moto. And he's really fucking good at Red Bud. So I'm like, you know what? I fucking. I don't know, dude. Yeah, it could go pretty well for him. It could. So. It could. Here's the sad part. He beats Max Volan, who goes 12-6 for eight. Damn it, Max. We oh just needed you God. to fucking beat Marv. We just need you to beat Marv. Like, look, so dude. We had something to be like, hang our hats on here. Like, look, dude, AP's not beating Dungey. Like, we can't have both of our full-time dudes not beating the guys that have been riding. <sighs> Poor Max. Poor Max. Well, he's going to be off the team soon, so anyway. He's got one more year. Yeah, well, we'll see. Anyway, um, Nate Thrasher, 14-8 for 9. Carson Mumford, 10-12 for 10. Hit the wall bad, that second bill. Yeah, yeah. He's not... Well, I swear he said he was riding for that team again next year. Barrax? But then I heard he wasn't. I'm very well, confused. Barrax and Hep right now are going through a thing where they might be switching manufacturers. Yeah, we're going to get to that. Um, McAdoo goes 8-17 for 12. What the fuck happened to him? He was in fourth almost to the last lap I in that know, second man. moto. It's, like, dude, it's McAdoo. He's not an outdoor guy. When I was watching him, and then all of a sudden when they put up the results and he wasn't in the top 10, I was like, because I was marking Marv and Nate, and then yeah. they bumped up, and I'm like, who the fuck crashed? Yeah. And then I don't see McAdoo. I'm like, that happened on the last lap. What I happened? It's got to be. It's a McAdoo thing. You wouldn't understand. No, um, I wouldn't, obviously. All right, so Hayden Deegan goes 16-10 for 13th, so that was better. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing I'll say about that second moto. It was, so I think that was a good a, a good day, but I think that what I seen more out of that in the second moto getting, because let's be real, he was 11th until McAdoo went down, so yeah, let's yeah, just, yeah. 11th speed but got 10th. His cardio's good, mm -hmm. because I think that his speed was average, but his cardio was good because, dude, he just grinded out laps. Because, like, when they had that little bit of blurp that they were doing on him, I was watching him. I was like, dude, he's making a lot of mistakes. But I'm like, everybody is. But then he just kept moving forward. It wasn't like an insane, oh, I'm going a second faster. He was just, his laps were so But here's point. the thing, too. He's not on the full star bike yet. According to what I know, he's just running the engine package, and the suspension still is amateur stuff. Yeah, so but let's, be, let's be real, though. The engine is the biggest part when it yeah, comes to that shit. but I'm just saying. No, I'm not taking anything away from him. I'm saying I'm giving him credit. The cardio, yeah. the speed, I still think he is way off of this being... Is, this is what I thought he would do. Yeah. Like, 10 to 15 range. Yeah. And just... I'm more impressed that, like, the speed, you can figure that shit out. Mm-hmm. It's harder to get your, your training under control, especially at that young of age. So I will say that I'm giving him credit because I was more impressed that he had the cardio to keep moving forward yeah. when everybody else in front of him outside of like once you got in the top 10 was going backwards. The speed thing, yeah, I, he's got a lot of work to do. His cardio, if he already has his cardio there at this young, that's a very that's better to have the cardio there young than, oh, we can work on the speed thing. Look, I give him credit too, okay? Last week, that fucking crash he had that first moto was fucking gnarly. Yeah. Like, we didn't get to talk about it that much because mm -hmm. we didn't have all the details because we did the thing at the race. Yeah. Watching the vlog, watching the replays of him crashing, that was fucking gnarly. I almost, I really hope, though, he doesn't feel like he's put, he's in a situation, though, because he has all this pressure on him and he's this very known figure within the industry that he has to go out and do things. Well, Brian said, he's like, dude, he said in the vlog, he was like, I went to him and told him, like, 
you don't have to go race a second moto. Yeah. Like, that was a gnarly crash. You're banged up. Like, his knee was banged up a little bit, you know, whatever. And uh, he's like, you don't have to do it. But he wanted to go do it. No, no. That's not what I meant. My thing so, is, let's be honest. Outside of riding a dirt bike, what is Hayden Deegan going to do? Oh, yeah. This yeah, doesn't yeah. work out. Yeah, yeah. A lot of guys that have been in a situation like his have gotten to a point that there's sometimes where they just don't want to go ride. Yeah. I hope that Hayden doesn't feel like he needs to go do shit. And I don't think it will be because it's a little bit different with Brian being who Brian is. But at some point, he's going to get into a situation where he's going to have to make a choice. And I hope that he doesn't feel just because he's more in the public eye and he's this figure Mm -hmm. that he has to go fucking ride when he doesn't want to ride. Look, I just want to say this too, okay? To all the haters out there of this kid... Don't fucking watch. <laughs> Which is Yeah, just don't fucking watch us then. Oh, my God. Classic. Uh, yeah, classic Brian Deegan move. For everyone who's saying that he's only where he is because of his dad, and he's only this, and he's only that, let me just give you, let me just fill you in on a little real world shit. That's how the fucking real world works. If you have money, if you have connections, you can get places, okay? How do you think all these people that are paying for their rides? That because- is how this fucking works. It works this way here. It works this way in NASCAR. It works this way in MotoGP. Formula One. It works this way in Formula One. GP, okay? same thing. Like, here bro. is the thing. If your results don't cut it. They tell you to get lost. You get clippied and then you just go to another team quick then you go to another team that wants to take your money and then if you don't produce there you get clipped again so for all of you out there hating on this kid who are saying oh he's only where he's at because of his dad or his dad's money or all this bullshit like that that's fine he might be there because of that but if he doesn't have the skills we'll know very quickly because the star deal will be gone well and because bobby regan's also not one that's going to keep you around yeah he doesn't care if you don't fucking produce he's there to win and to further your point if Hayden Deegan was just, oh, daddy had money, to Travis's point with the way Bobby Regan is, if he wasn't backing up with the results, he w- wouldn't be on the star bike at all. Like, Bobby Regan doesn't really care about needing yeah. the money. Like, Bobby Regan is successful on his own. He doesn't need Brian's money. Yep. It's an added bonus that they get that many eyes, but he wouldn't give Hayden the result, the, the bike, if he didn't think he could do it. Hayden would be on fucking Husky. Yeah. Like, you know, a certain person that I told you years ago that paid for their ride. Yeah. So, yeah, no. On top of that, if he is a shitty person, like which I keep hearing, which you know, both. First off, Brian, everybody knows who Brian is. And second, Hayden's a fucking 16 year old kid. We were all dumb when we were 16. If he's a shitty person, that will come to the surface very, very quickly here. Oh, yeah, especially if Hayden starts doing Especially well. in the pros, okay? Yeah. This will come to the surface very quickly. Secrets Maybe in the amateur, amateur stuff, they could bury it a little yeah, bit more. shitty people. In the, in the pro ranks here, you won't be able to bury that. No. Now, from what I've seen, because we've been now at two races where he's been. We were at Redbud, and we were at, uh, what's it called? Iron Man. Yeah. Iron Man. I haven't seen anything shitty from him yet. Nope. At Redbud, I saw him several times in the pits, walking around, whatever. If ever anybody stopped him, hey, can we get a photo, you know, whatever. He stopped and did it. Okay, great. Cool. I don't know. We'll see here, man. Like like I said, I don't know. I don't hold anything against the kid. I've never talked to him. I've never met him. I've only seen him at the races here. I've seen what they do online, whatever. Like I said, if he's shitty, if he can't, if he doesn't have the skills, 
It's going to bubble to He'll the surface clipped. very quickly here as clipped. we move into the pros. Yeah, so, he'll get clipped, plain and simple. Yep, but from what I'm seeing there, he's got the skills to pay the bills here. We do need to pick up a little bit of speed, but at the same time, he's 16 years old. Mm-hmm. He's literally in the B class still. So what I am interested in is will we go full-time outdoors starting next year or are we going to start we going to do a couple again before Loretta's do Loretta's an A and then go I don't think so They're I think we're going to go pro at the start of indoors we will get to see him however in uh what's it called futures, futures which will be cool um he better hope he doesn't go to Loretta's because I give it about a 99% chance if he goes back to Loretta's, someone is claiming that fucking bike. <laughs> he won't, they won't go to Loretta's. They'll they'll do Minios, they'll do Futures, and then he'll go get ready for outdoors. Yeah, probably year. do like uh, Spring Nationals too, right? I would actually be shocked if he even does that. Really? You don't think I, so? I don't think. I mean, dude. You don't he's think they're going to do Spring Nationals and Spring a Ding and do, do the whole? Spring a Ding maybe, but Spring Nationals, no, because here's the thing. What else does he have to prove? I mean, he doesn't have anything to prove. Minios is one thing because it helps get the Supercross license, even though that's not a fucking Supercross track. And it's like Minios is just, it's a cool thing to go to for Thanksgiving week. Yeah. But like, I bet if I were to bank on it, he does Minios. He does, he's doing Futures. Maybe does spring it in, but then outside of that, just fucking just goes get ready for Outdoor Nationals next year. Hmm. That's my opinion of what he's going to do because I'm looking at him going, Brian's going to go, why the fuck would we do? Yeah. What's the point? Like, really? Who's going to beat us? Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, All right. So, Pierce Brown, 919 for 14th. Um, All right. Another rookie here. Chance Hymas goes 2011 for 15. That 11th was good. That 20th wasn't good. It's better than I thought. I mean, it was, hey, like, he was latched on to Deegan for a good five to ten minutes there for a minute. He didn't hit the deck. So, that was him. Dude, that him and Deegan battle they showed on TV was fucking wild. I don't remember if it was first or second moto. But fucking Deegan was going for it dude oh dude because he wants to be behind us i all know the time. yeah yeah I know. no i mean let's i'll be honest it was better than what it would have been had he tried to go pro after loretta's <laughs> they figured out something since then yeah. i don't know what it is i don't know if it's a bike thing if it's a chance thing but all i know is, is if the kid that showed up at loretta's would have showed up at a national he wouldn't even got top 20 yeah so that was like i said that was much better than i thought mm. And uh, he'll be better at Supercross. Here's our here's our best friend Jalik Swole, thirteen eighteen for sixteenth. Jalik was there. I know, right? He was there. Really? He, dude. Okay, so here's the thing. Watch this because we're about to get a bunch of shit from him personally. Oh boy, he's a fucking crybaby. Oh really, dude? Wow, I kind of already knew that from his amateur. I listened to the I listened to the post race interviews from Iron Man last week, and Steve was talking to him, and then he goes, "Yo, man, you got quit talking so much shit." And Steve's like, "What? What are you talking about?" Like, I mean, yeah, I'm critical of you, but you're pro rider. And it's like, this isn't the first media guy. Like, he went after Cooksey, too. And, like, Cooksey, like, is, like, wants to be cool with him or something. I don't know. So, Cooksey was, like, had him on his show a long time ago. And yeah, they, I they like, that. hashed it out or whatever. But I'm like, you really just going to go after every fucking media person that says that you fucking suck? Listen, Jalik, you're paid to get, you're getting paid a lot of money to ride for a factory team, and you have not done shit. You're, you just like, went 13-18 right in front of the rookie on your team. Your your teammate in RJ, you've never been close to him but one time in your life. The one teammate that is not there riding styles was waxing you all over the fucking place and actually, I don't know, getting sixth overall, like consecutive weekends. And yeah, just like you just said, the rookie, by the way, I picked up in fantasy, uh, Jesus fucking Christ. almost fucking beat you and did beat you in a moto. Like fuck off, bro! He's, like, dude, he's there's he's something a about good, that. He's a good he's a good rider. 
Okay, I don't want. I, I think don't he's wanna... better. I think he's he's somebody that needs to do just Supercross. He's a good rider. Well, yeah, he's a professional, but like, still, but, like, dude, you get paid a lot of money, to... dude. It relative to who you're competing against, you shit right now, dude. Like, there is nothing positive about it, and I don't care if you're hurt, whatever. If you if you are, because that was something else he told Steve. Well, he's always, to he's some, been hurt his entire. You, career. you need to do some more journalisming. And journalism like, and that's like, not a word. And but. Steve's like, well, I talked to the team, but they told me everything was fine. So, like, what do you? What else do you want me to do? Is this is this a fair assessment? If you were to take every fact, like we're just doing factory riders, right? All the factory yeah. guys. So Hunter Jet, Joe, uh, Jet, well, Chet Reynolds. <laughs> He's a small step above these dudes that have floundered out of their factory but, teams but in the last you were, five years. If you were to take all the factory dudes right now that are on factory two fifties, every one of them, and I'm only doing. Obviously, HRC, Husky, KTM, Gas Gas, Pro Circuit, and Star. Because mm-hmm. we're not going to talk about Bar X or whatever, even though they're a really good team. And even Club to that example, for that fact. He is easily at the far back end. Yeah. Not only in just speed, but in what he's accomplished. Mm-hmm. Like, And we're not going to run on this road, but you like to give Nate and Thrasher shit. At least Nate has been close to wins. Nate's and ahead of won, him. And he's won. Nate's ahead of him. And, yeah, so that they're like... The, Dude, you're not. You're like at the back end of the the factory, dudes. Like you're not even in that fucking conversation. Like I don't have any problem with him. I, I know. He, I know he's got like a chill attitude, so like yeah, nothing his, really gets his, him too yeah, far up or too far be... down. But but hearing him say that to Steve the other day last week, I'm just like, dude, quit. Like it's no accountability. Now, now you're now you're at two media guys you've gone after because they talked shit about you. They're not talking shit. You're a pro athlete. You're under a microscope. You are going to get picked apart and judged. Shouldn't have picked this for a uh, living. Yeah, I was going to say, if you don't want to do that, dude, then go fucking push papers behind a desk or something, dude. I don't know if he just said journalism um Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Look, dude, Jilly, just go fucking ride Supercross, bro, because at least in Supercross, like, you might have a fighting chance of being close to podiums, top fives. Or if you don't want to do, or if you don't want to fucking get criticized like this, then fucking do better. <laughs> just do better. Just do better. Just do better. It's not that fucking hard. Figure do, out what you fucking just suck do at. Better. And do it better. No. Just yeah. I don't have a problem with Jalik. I've kind of known this about him, like because I've been around him for as an amateur for a long time. Like this has kind of been his mo. But it's like, dude, just get your fucking shit figured out. Because mm-hmm. like, I hate to break it to you, Jalik, and us jokers over here can say this shit. You're a laughing stock in the pits, like outside of your own fucking team. Nobody takes you fucking seriously because of shit like this. You don't have accountability. You don't take accountability. Look, dude, you're a professional fucking athlete. You get paid a lot of money to do to go ride a dirt bike for a living. If you can't take it, fucking quit. Or if something's wrong, go figure it out. Then you need to get on the fuck. Then you need to get on the fucking train. Of getting out in front of that. Go hire a sports psychologist, a fucking trainer, a riding coach, a manager. I'm not even talking about that. You need you need a fucking publicist to go out in front of you and Maybe be like, do steroids. Oh, he is he is suffering from a minor sprained whatever. ankle, whatever. Uh, then then you're gonna have to do more media and to put this shit out there and make sure it's out there, out there. Look, I'm sorry, bro. You know people that change the Elden the Elden fucking camp. Go do some steroids. <laughs> anyway, moving on here. Yeah, so Talon Hawkins, uh, another rookie, really 18, good. 14 for 17. I don't think I was more impressed with him than all the other dudes because, like, I'll be honest with you, I I picked him, but I'm like, is he really going to be able to get in the top 20? And he's kind of that kid that's been under the what radar. What handicap? 18. Oh. Um, that 15th is impressive. And I know it's Paula, and he probably has ridden there quite a few times because he is a Cali kid. I think he's a Bakersfield kid, mm-hmm. kind of around that area. No, maybe he's not from Bakersfield. But I'm like, 
I'm impressed with that. And I'm actually really excited with, and I can see it a little bit, but like Stu's comments about how he thinks he'll do in Supercross, and he has a Supercross track at his house. I'm really curious to see what he does in Supercross because if everything that James, the praise that he's giving Hawkins, yeah, dude, James is high on him, and you like, I know that sometimes James doesn't articulate things well, but if James, James sees something in you on a Supercross track, he's very qualified to say, "Hey, you, this kid might be really fucking good." So I'm really curious to see him ride Supercross. Yeah, we'll see, man. Um, all right, uh, Rider D, fifteen thirty-one for nineteen. I'm talking about cardio issues. <sighs> What the fuck Dude, to there's a lot the going. There's a lot going on there because that contract thing that I we didn't have a pro contract. Now we do have a pro contract, and coming out with the statement of "Oh Look, yeah, I'm, we're I'm, fine, everything's cool," and now I'm hearing that everything's not fine and cool. I'm here to tell you that kid is gonna burn out. Yeah, I don't know that that's gonna go well. He's gonna burn, dude. And like, I remember at least he got a few pro races in on like a certain other Kawasaki rider. <laughs> on the team for next year like how long before we just what figure the? out that he's just not on the team and there was another video of him riding this week like just how long until he's just not on the team oh like my this God. is ridiculous it's taking up a until spot they can't be taken to court it's it's just i don't i don't and, get and it. here's the thing is, is no his deal's got to be up after next year right dude it's got to be he didn't race one time this year and he's been on a bike for months like, how long can you keep saying, oh, my God, my fucking wrist hurt? Like, bro, you've been riding for three months, and I've seen videos of you doing motos with Joe. Like, come on, bro. There's a problem. He's probably not within fucking 20 seconds of Joe halfway in. Yeah, well, not a lot of people are, but at least sack up and go fucking <laughs> ride, dude. Oh, my God. Like, this pisses me off to no end with these fucking kids. Like, speaking not realizing the opportunity they have. Just go ride. Who spe- cares? Speaking of people who are going to be off the team soon, Matt LeBlanc goes 1934 for 21st. That's not going well either. No, it's not. That's not going well at all. I've also heard that it came out that he might actually not be getting another shot. That doesn't surprise me. I mean, dude. He didn't fucking perform this year. See, here's the thing that sucks, though, is is why we look at that. And I said this Iron Man, he's been hurt. Go back to those middle of the season, and he was top 12. Yeah. Like, he's, he's one of those kids that gets injured too much, and it really sucks. I mean, I could if he's not on star, I honestly, it won't shock me if he ends up at, like, a bar X team mm-hmm. or something. And look, it really sucks because Matt is a good rider and he had good motos this year, but he's just one of those kids that like, he's like Canard. He just, he get, something is wrong. He just gets injured all the time. Yeah. Um, your boy Hardy Munoz showed up, went 2135. I saw him pushing his bike, the second moto back to the pit area. Well, hopefully that bike that they put underneath him for team Chile at MX of nations is a little bit better than that bike. Preston Kilroy I wanna, torpedoed my fucking fantasy team. Back Hold to on, Har- we're almost through this. Back to Hardy for a second. Yeah. I want to go. I don't know who I could contact about this information, <laughs> but I don't know who, but I need to contact. I need someone. to contact someone. Uh, he has a huge monster sponsorship. And I really want to wonder, or I really wonder what the deal is with that. Because, like, he is straight up, it just says Monster always on his, and it's not like one of those things like, oh, we're just putting down Monster Energy. Like, he legit has a Monster Energy deal, and I'm really wondering what the extent of that is, because that's not just, like, something you just give to random fucking people. <sighs> we should have figured that out during Supercross. But, like, clearly, the Big M is on his bikes. Yeah. Monster is his first sponsorship, and I... If I remember correctly, I think his family has a little bit of money, but I just wonder what the deal is with that because I'm like, Monster's not just going to let you like just run their shit like that. So mm-hmm. they're, I don't know who I'd contact to know this information, but I'm just it's something I'm curious about because I'm like, 
fuck is his connection to Monster Energy? Is his dad in there? Like, does his mom know someone? Like, probably the, the f- number. Probably his family is the number one importer of Monster in Chile. That could be a thing, fucking too. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say when you think about weird stuff, it's like they. How crazy would that be it? if that actually is the fucking case? I don't know, man. I mean, it'd be like something weird, probably with like Enzo Lopes having to. Di- I don't know. It's just weird. Like I wondered about that. I'm like, why is this fucking kid monster sponsor? No idea. Hardy. Hardy's a damn good rider, but like, why are they sponsoring him? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Look, uh, he he gets views in Supercross. He he does. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Hardy Munoz. He's gonna take out the whole fucking field. Still not qualified. It's fine. It's fine. No big deal. So, oh God, I love Hardy. All right. So that's been our 250 wrap up. Brought to you by our friends over at Gutterworks. Thanks again for uh, following us. All right. Let's get into uh, let's get into some silly season talk here. So. The the rumor mill is flying here with Sexton going to KTM. Mm-hmm. Now the rumor mill is flying with Sexton going to Gas Gas. Oh, well, Barsh is off the team. Though. Which would make sense. Barsh's deal is up after next year. We all know this. I would much rather Chase than... does not want to ride a team with another guy. He went, oh, yeah, because of the jet thing. I don't know. Makes Can't... all the sense in the world to me. I think that that would work with him with Wilbur still being there. But man, I just can't see how he could take Gas Cat. Like even that would work for him. I mean, granted, by then the bike it'll have a year under its belt. Alpine Stars deal is going to be gone too. Yeah, because I mean, see, I don't. I, I, I think Barsha couldn't keep the Alpine Stars deal. Now that you say that, because I didn't know the Gas Gas thing, that makes me believe he's not going to go there. He gets paid handsomely by A Stars. So did Barsha. Yeah, but I feel like here's the thing though. Barsha's already been making a lot of money in his career. Chase is just getting a look of that money. I honestly, I think um, the gas gas thing, especially if they're telling him, "Look, you're going to be our only 450 guy," makes the most sense for him. We know he's not a he's he's not a team guy. Mm. He doesn't want another guy. He doesn't even want the possibility of another guy coming in on the team that's going to get more attention than him. It makes a lot of sense to me. The KTM thing, I was like, okay, like yeah, because he just because he's trying to switch because he doesn't want to be with Jet. Let's face it. He doesn't want to be with Jet. Now, Honda should not be stupid, and they should really throw every fucking penny they possibly can. Dude, you got to have two semis for your two different 450 guys? No problem. How you sign it... both of them, and you just let them battle fucking well, Roy out. And here's, the, and here's the thing. That just fucking told us right there with Chase leaving, and we know that Kenny fucking still. Like, Kenny's not going to be on that team. Uh, Jet moving We'll get up. to Kenny in a second. Yeah. Uh, that just fucking basically sealed the deal that we know that Hunter, when he moves up, is going to be the other 450 guy. Yeah, it has so to So it's be. just going to be the fucking Lawrence brothers for how Which many years. Which is hilarious because we definitely thought he was going KTM route, too, when he got to 450s. And Here's yeah. the thing that I'm wondering about, though. So Honda is now, and granted, it's been for Jet and Hunter, but they've invested this all of this into their 250 program again. It's been since the 2007 season, mm-hmm. since they... Like we know with Geico or whatever, but like Factory Honda, the last time it was it was it was Tommy Hahn. It was Tommy Hahn in two thousand seven. No, they had a French dude in two thousand eight. You're talking two fifties here, right? Two fifties, yes. And then they just did away with the program because obviously we know it takes a lot of money to run a two fifty program, especially at that high of level. They put all this money, sank all of this, dialed in, hired all these fucking new people to dial in this two fifty engine. We know the Hymus is going to be coming up. There's no way that you're going to tell me that they're just going to move forward with just Hymas being their 250 guy. I think he's the last one. I, From what I understand, they're, the they are trying to dump the 250 program back off. so fucking stupid. So like they, dumb. Like, they, they weren't going to keep... They, they were trying to dump it off, and they were like, okay, this is actually okay. They were going to keep it... In ha- well, dude, fucking what's-his-nuts is through 24. Hymas? No. Who? Hunter is oh. through 24. Yeah. 
Hymus's deal is probably through 24 too. Yeah. So they probably have until 24 here to get this figured out. And there's probably going to be a 450 guy next to Jet for 2024 that's going to be a one-year deal. Which I'm really curious who that's going to be. Hopefully Joey Savacci. That would be cool. Are you amazed that that just came out of my mouth? No. Well, yes. Yes and no, because I've seen Should you make this. Should we clickbait the fuck out of this I've and seen just be you like make Joey a... Savacci to Honda 2024? I've, se- I've seen you make a switch a little bit with Joey after these last few months. Um, that'd be cool. I would like to see Joey out of Honda. That's fucking brand. I don't think he's ever ridden before. Um, Let's put it this way. We know he, he's not going back to Suzuki. No, we know he's not going to be on Cowie because Cowie won't fucking he's, make room. He's for off him. Cowie. He put yeah. a post up yeah, yesterday. He's off Cowie. Uh, he's too fucking smart these days to go to a fucking Austrian brand. So that would basically leave Star and, and HRC. So and he ain't getting on Star because uh, we know Cooper Webb's taking that spot. So it pretty much just leaves Honda. Yeah, I mean they'd be smart because here's the thing. Joey, at this point, will not demand a lot of money. He's at the point in his career where he's like, dude, those days are over with. I'll just fucking ride and ride for bonuses. Honestly, he needs to figure out whatever the fuck he's doing next year and then for 23. And then if I were him, yeah, I'd call Honda and be like, hey, look, in 24, I know you're not going to have a second 450 guy right now. I'm in. Because here's the thing, too. He can come and go. I had a pretty good outdoor season when I was healthy, and he hasn't, let's be honest, he hasn't been actually 100% healthy this whole outdoor season. But we know when Joey's on a good bike, what he can do in Supercross. Yeah. So it's like, dude, just fucking do Super. I'll just do Supercross only. Fuck it, I don't care. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Joey, I think at this point in his career, he'll go, yeah, I'll just do Supercross. I don't care. Yeah. He's fine with doing Supercross only. Um, but yeah, the, man, I just with all this momentum the Chase has got going, going to Gas Gas would be a career killer. Be a career killer. I think that's what's gonna happen. I hate that idea. I don't. Honestly, I don't see him going to KTM. I see him going to Gas Gas. I think he's going to go to Gas Gas. Gas Gas is going to be a singular 450 rider, dual 250 rider, just so they can have one on each coast. Mm. I think that's the way they're going to run that team because we all know Austrian conglomerate there is not dumping a bunch of money into Moto right now. They want to go after the Moto GP stuff. So Chase is the one guy I would love to see on a Star Yamaha. Oh, my God. It'd be super interesting. Holy but he shit. ain't going to go there next. He's going to be on a steel frame gang. I would make a bet, depending on how long Chase wants to ride, though, he ends his career on a Star Yamaha. That would not surprise me either. Because here's the thing. I would 100% He might go to Gap. Because here's the thing, and God, we're doing a lot of ifs. But So Coop's going there in 2024. Yep. Coop's going to be 28 by then, right? Yep. 28. We know that he's probably not going to ride outdoors ever again. No. People, I hate to break it to you all, you fucking people think you're going to see Cooper Webb ride a 450 National, that's out the door. It's never going to happen. Supercross only. To be honest, if you think about it, you think he's going to go back there? To star? Or do you think he's going to go to club? No, he won't go to club. They got to figure their bike out before he goes to club. He wants to ride World Supercross. That's a thing, too. I don't know if star is going to be a World Supercross. Here's the thing, deal. then. Here's the thing. Like, if that's the, okay. Like, so that, <laughs> that might, this might start to cut a weird now, line with go, people going to teams here. Now we're doing a hypothetical thing because now if you're going to play that game and you're going to tell me that Cooper Webb's not going to be on a star bike. That leaves the door open for Chase to go to Star in 2024 and fuck Austria. Because here's the thing. Cooper Webb would be the only thing holding up that deal. Eli's going to be gone. Dylan, I don't know where Dylan's going, but Dylan is not going to be on a Star bike for too much longer. I think he wants. To, I don't think he wants to be off it, but I think that Star is kind of trying to... We're trying to get the newer kids in, and Dylan is a little bit older. Not that he's not worth it. He fucking won them their first title, and he still can go win outdoor titles. But if he's off the bike... Chase might go, I'll go ride for you guys. Mm-hmm. Chase, Sexton, Star Yamaha 2024. I'll tell 
I'll tell you this right now. If Chase Sexton is on a star Yamaha in 2024, it's game over. It's fucking game over. Kid's going to win both Supercross and Outdoors. I can I can see you on some things with Jet where he could be, but if you tell me right now that in two years Chase is going to get even better and he's going to be on a star Yamaha, that really depends. It's game over. That really depends to me on the bike. The bike's going to get better. We've got, they, we've got a new we've got a new model coming out. Okay, but 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 it's going to be we've year. seen. We, I mean, this year was a prime example. KTM foobarred the twenty three. No offense to KTM though. They foobarred the twenty three. They did all and they around have been the world. Dominant but up here, until here's now. the thing though. I don't think Star with the way their brain trust works. They'll allow that to happen because KTM is kind of like what Yamaha used to be. They stuck in their old ways, mm. and this is not a shot at. But think about it though. Yeah, this yeah, is not a right. shot at no, Roger you're right. Ian. You're right. But they're kind they're of like what school. Yamaha. Yeah, they're yeah. old school, and you know what? It worked. It won you a bunch of fucking titles. But Star Yamaha is the new wave. They're mm-hmm. all younger guys. Jensen Hendler, fucking Jeremy Coker. You got Gilly. That Can you imagine Gilly working with Chase Sexton? Oh my god, dude! I'm like, I'm like getting way far ahead. I'm just saying this. This is two years down the road, and people are going to probably say we're fucking crazy. But I'm telling you this right now. If Chase Sexton is on a star bike at any point in the rest of his career, it's game over, guys. Mm -hmm. I'm fucking sorry. You're not going to beat that kid. You're just not. Yeah, but this is... But like I said, this this works into where there's going to be this weird thing, and we're not going to know until, like, next year. But do you kind of agree with that, though? If you think if Coop is not on Star Yamaha come 2024 and Chase looks at it and then goes, that's a possibility, there's no way he goes to an Austrian brand. That's weird. But here's but the thing is. Because he won't care about the 250 kids. The thing is, though, is that he's signing his deal now for that. Like, he, like, literally everything I'm hearing is this is all happening right now. So, depending. But here's what we don't know we don't know if these U.S. teams are going to go with world supercross or not outside of the ones that are already in there hep uh club I mean, bobby Reagan's mcr i do the, the one-off thing yeah but that's a one-off he's going to do one round star doesn't have a world team and with super duper doopy super dumpty humpty dumpty dumpty, dumpty cross motocross super, super motocross super motor yeah this is shit's gonna get weirder as we go here. Bobby Regan, though, because we've talked about this with him being a businessman first. Yeah, he might sit back and see how the twenty twenty three season goes, and if he goes, we can make money at this. But let's be real; he's in the business of making money. He is. He might go. Well, Genova's doing it. We can do it. Yeah, because I don't think he's as tied down with the. With Yamaha, but here's the thing: he's going to have to buy a team out then. In well, he can at least we know he can afford it. Yeah, so he'd he'd go buy the crackdack Yamaha team. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's fucking it's weird. It but like I said, this is something that we don't know. And from what I understand, Chase's deal is happening as we speak. Like they are wanna, working this hard because he wants. Bike, I don't either, man. Oh my but god, we'll dude! See. We'll all this see. that will kill his momentum that he's got going right now. Like I said. The gas gas thing to me makes all the sense. Of the I mean, yeah, when you lay it out that way, it does sense in the world. And even and even with you saying like, yeah, Star Yamaha, yeah, but here's the problem: if he goes to Star Yamaha, he's not guaranteed to be the guy there either. But who would be? I don't know. I'm just saying he's not guaranteed to be the guy. I think by then though, they might have want they might have had clicked off so many titles, 450 titles. Because let's be honest, Eli could win another one next year, Supercross that is. Uh, Chase might go, look, because that's the thing. If Coop doesn't go there, Eli's gone. I don't think Dylan's going to be there. He would be the only guy. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't know, man. I maybe I'm just trying to manifest that in existence, but like <laughs> seeing, seeing him on a Star but it's Yamaha, great because we're about a, to clickbait the fuck out of this. I would love to see Chase on a Star Yamaha. Oh my god, it'd be game over. Because I, dude, honestly, I really think that like with Hep and, and uh, Club and stuff, mm. I I honestly think that MX Sports and Feld are gonna force their hands. They're gonna have completely separate teams for world supercross well you've seen that i told and you about hep the club is, hep is and club they got their world mm-hmm. team and their u.s team so I, the groundwork's already set for this not to be a cohesive thing of the guys in supercross the only team that isn't that way is mcr yeah which doesn't surprise me at all because mike genova doesn't play by the fucking rules most yeah genova don't anyway. give a fuck he's like well fine, so, whatever but Dude, I mean, I honestly think, and I've spoke to Coach about this a little bit too. Of like, I think it's going to get to the point that they're within the next within the next year or two here that it's going to be uh no no if you're it's going to be like the PGA is with the live PGA is with the live golf. If you want to go do World Supercross, whoever's riding that, whatever your mechanics are, they are not allowed at fucking yeah, Feld Supercross. I mean, maybe, and it's going to draw a real. Real hard line in the sand. It is. It is. But the PGA Tour did it, too. So I mean, look, we're going to figure out after 2023 where... Here's the thing. 2024, we'll know where everybody stands. Yeah. Like, there's going to be no ifs, ands, or buts. It's either we're going to know where people stand by the end of 2023. Because when World Supercross comes out and they kill it, we're going to fucking know by the end of 2023 in the off season what's happening with 2024. Because mm-hmm. these teams are going to be like, well, we got to make a decision. Yep. Because a lot of these dudes will be like, well, then you know what? We'll just go ride World Supercross. Because we're making more money instead yep. of riding super duper Humpty Dumpty set on a wall. Super duper super cross. Super duper dumpty, super motocross. Super motor cross. So, and speaking of Hep Suzuki here, so another rumor mill here for silly season. Supposedly, Roxon's talking to them. Shout out Johnny Hopper here for getting scoops on some of this stuff. Do you see Colt Nichols is probably going to be is going to be on that team? Because mm-hmm. oh yeah, by the way, that comment that I made about the team folding—that's an actual. Now it's just out there apparently. Yeah. Shocking. Have you also heard that Hep is probably switching to KTMs? Yeah. The well, I'm curious with them going to KTMs where Bar X is going to go because Bar X, I think, is switching manufacturers as well. That's super interesting. So it, what's really super interesting about it is the fact that I heard, what, six months ago that Suzuki's making a push to get back into moto and that they made AC a huge offer. Mm-hmm. So what's the team going to be? Because <laughs> if Hep is going JGR to KTM... If Hep is going to KTM, which would not surprise me, because there's a hole in the KTM support yeah, they're, team they're here. they're searching. Yeah, because it was, you know, whatever, fucking Rocky Mountain, BBMX, whatever the fuck, which we all know, those fucking situations, we won't get into that mm-hmm. again. Um, so, and KTM, they, they are obviously smart enough, they want a support team. Yeah. So, okay, we're going to have a support team. Hep's doing big things. Hep is into World Supercross. There's our ticket into World Supercross because let's face it, there there isn't KTM team, is there? The MDK, but it might, but it's that's the that's basically you ride whatever you want to. The, yeah, so and M- Chad's riding a KTM for MDK them. and the Rick Rick Ware, I think is the same way you can yeah. ride whatever you want to. So there are going to be some guys riding a KTM because they think Bogle might ride a KTM 250F. Yeah, so but I think Nichols is going to be on the HEP team next year because you know the whole deal fell through with. Yeah, I think Ken is too. I, it's not going to surprise me. Well, also to the point that I was talking to you about that, like you have to ride, you have to be on a team to ride all the rounds. Yeah, you can only be a yep. wild card. We once. talked about this. Yep. So yeah, like Ken's basically he's got to figure the shit out 
because he's got five weeks. I tried doing some digging this week to find out what was going on with it. Did not get anything yet. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I don't really think it matters at this point because no offense to Kenny, but I think that this just is him rounding out his career. I mean, dude, whatever. If you if you like riding and you still have that possibility, oh yeah, I love it. watching. I, mean, I love the fact that Kenny's Chad, still there. He's not Chad's age yet. Yeah, so. I love the fact that Kenny's still out there. But like those days, I just my point. I think it's just me letting people know like those days of him ever winning again are pretty much done. Honestly, what I think and what I've heard some little sparks about is that I've heard that there is a contract out there from Honda. But he has not signed it yet. I don't think you aren't going to see him on a Honda. No, yeah, he's that, not going back that. there. Which is super interesting then, because who's going to ride Supercross 450 for them? Uh, probably just Chase. Hey, Chase got his thing. He's the one guy. Yeah, super weird. I mean, here's the thing. He's one of the few guys that you could go. What if? So, uh, so let's play a little what if here. I love what if games. So we're talking about Jet going back to the East Coast to defend his title. Mm. What if they're going to put him on the West Coast on 450s and just be like, dude, just go, just go ride. We don't fucking care what you do. Nobody gives a shit. I mean, it kind of makes the comment that Ben, that Ben and Jace were talking about when they had Townley on. Go ride a 450 on the West Coast. Yeah. And then do 250 East. Yeah. I mean, if, if Kenny's not there. Because honestly, who, like, as, there's long nobody, as, as long as you don't get hurt, and even if you do, who gives a shit? There's nobody. That's the thing. Is You've too, won a 250 Supercross title. That's who it's gonna. That's what's gonna happen because if Kenny's not there, they're not gonna be able to. They're not gonna sign someone. No. Well, before. we could. Jo- let's call Joey. Sebastian. It could be Joey. I mean, Joe. Like, dude, if Joey gets left out in the cold again without a fucking team before that, <sighs> that oh poor my guy God. just has no luck. It's fucking shitty. Um, because he's the only other guy. Like we're gonna make Savachi syndrome uh, t-shirts <laughs> just as a fundraiser for fucking Joey. I know. Just give him all the money. Just give him all the money. Um. Yeah, that's got That's probably going to be a thing because that's your two options. Because yeah. if it's not Kenny, there nobody else is available. Yeah. Um. More silly season stuff. Fucking still. Apparently, Star doesn't know what they're doing with Justin Cooper. I've heard two fifty Supercross, and then four fifty Outdoors. <laughs> now I've heard four fifty Supercross and two fifty Outdoors. Now I've heard just two fifty Outdoors. Then there's four fifty out. I heard he's a four fifty Supercross filling guy. What and the fuck 250 is he Outdoors too? Oh yes. my god! Like what dude, is he doing? What is happening? Do you want to know when we're gonna know? Never. Uh, like by one by May of 2023 here, we will know what Justin Cooper's doing because we'll have been through Supercross, so we'll know what's going on there. Oh, and so uh, we'll know it's happy when he hits the first round outdoors. So more more silly season stuff. Okay, because uh, I didn't have anything past that stuff. Oh, so let's I mean, keep going. Some, I mean, there's some stuff. I mean, did, did you see the whole Fortner thing? And no, we've been, we've been talking about this for a while. Oh, no, I didn't see this. Okay. Please enlighten me. Well, it's kind of what we thought was going to happen. So 250. So pro circuit 250 Supercross again, right? Factory Kawasaki 450 outdoors. Where did you see this? Michael Lindsay came out with it. No shit. Yeah. 250 Supercross again. 450 outdoors. So remember why we had the conversation? Shout that out to Michael Lindsay. He does good at digging shit up. God, there. he's fucking good. He's you know, get, he's he's kind of a weird dude, but he he's really good at his job. He used to not be like this, but he is getting much better at digging this shit up. He is really good at his job. Shout out Michael Lindsay. He's still a weird dude, but he's really good at his job. Um, <laughs> hey man, he's, he's fucking weird. That, let me he, just look. Let me you just gotta slap you like this and then pat you on the back on the look, way back. You got <laughs> look, look, Michael, cut your fucking hair, bro. Um, but yeah, so, but remember how we talked about this whole thing with yeah, Kawasaki's did. just trying to fulfill that contract to dump him. So here's what's going to happen. That's, that's exactly what's going to happen. He's going to ride pro circuit supercross one last time. He's going to go ride 450 outdoors, probably kill himself. And then Kawasaki's going to be like, 
Thanks. Thank you. Your contract's up. <laughs> but if you're Kawasaki, and the likelihood of this is fucking God, so zero to three bikes outdoors. Yeah, but yeah, you know, we couldn't get fucking Joey a bike. Mm-hmm. Seriously? Like, when I saw that, I got so pissed. I'm like, really? I know you have to fill this with him, but you're just blatantly just screwing Joey right in front of everyone. But, Shit. like, dude, I, here's the thing. Kawasaki, and once again, the chance of this happening is so fucking slim at this point. But if you're Kawi, you're praying to God, though, that he doesn't produce any results at all. Oh, yeah, because otherwise you're Because think, Because think about if he just, once again, the chance that we know, we both know the chances of that. But just but the hand he, of God, say he does produce results. If he does, though, dude, it makes it even more interesting going in. What do you 2024, do? everybody's contract's up. Everybody. What if, Gabe, if you're Kawasaki and Fortner somehow, what do you do? Except for Jet, who's signed to Honda for like the next 50 years. <laughs> even when he's like <laughs> almost he's dead. Old. Even when he's almost even dead, he's you're old. like, dude, can you do this? Like in- 70 years old, he's still he's signed like, to Honda. Oh, but, every, but everybody else's contract is up in 24. Look, we'll be dead by then. So there so is musical fun. chairs yeah. happening but seriously, in 24. Though, if you're Kawasaki and your worst nightmare comes true and Fortner somehow does do something, what the fuck do you do? What do you do? <sighs> Great question. Because oh my god, I would hate to be Bruce Sornstrom and anybody in that position that has to make that. Is it Sternstrom? Sornstrom, Sternstrom. Stern, it's a soft J, right? It's Dan. F- I think it's Dan Fahey and Br- fucking Bruce Sternstrom. Oh, watch him, Jiggy. There's a soft J in there. <laughs> how is it Sternstrom if there's no T at the I, front of his I, name? I don't know. I don't know how to spell it. <laughs> it's like S J E R. What I hear. Anyways, I so my point is, I think it's Dan Fahey and Bruce Sternstrom. So. <laughs> Wow, you really, you really fucking suck at this. What do you do? Like, oh my god, I would hate to be in that position. I don't know, man. Because like that's your worst nightmare is if somehow Fortner does go out and produce results. Because you don't want to have to deal with this kid anymore. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, even if he does, they're still going to dump him. They're not going to keep him. There's no way he would have to win the title. And even at that, we've seen that doesn't fucking matter to him. Let's they don't want to fucking deal with him anymore. Let's be honest. Now, don't get me wrong. Shit. Him winning, him winning either one of those titles or producing is better for him because it'll make his stock go back up. Oh yeah. So then he'll stand better. <laughs> like I said, we know the likelihood of that happening better is very than slim. Twenty-four. But oh my god, dude! If you're Kawasaki, you're like, oh, fuck, please. Don't I mean, you got to give him. You got to give him a decent chance of producing something in the super, oh, yeah. in Supercross. Super, well, but see, the, just the reason why I'm saying ground. is because we know that he can't stay healthy. Yeah. We all know that if he stays healthy, Supercross, like, dude, he was going to be there all through 250 yeah, Supercross. Yeah, he yeah. just got hurt. But it's like, oh, my God. And uh, I don't know. And what else? I don't know. That was all I had on my list as far as like, I saw silly some, season stuff went. There's some others. Mm, no, Husky. We all know about Husky. We know what KTM, Star, Gas Gas. I don't think a lot of the 250 stuff has changed for people. Um, I heard Triumph is really pushing their program here to get in in 24. Yeah, whatever. Beta. We were <laughs> no, no, no. Like, like there hasn't been much talk around it. And yeah. last week there was some talk around like, dude, they're really pushing. Like, Ivan's been testing the bike a yeah. lot. Like, they're really pushing for 24 now, from what I understand. Maybe. Beta, I haven't heard anything else about. Just, but that doesn't surprise they're me. They're just going under the shadows. Yeah. So. Uh. Tom Vial is going to come here as a two-time world champ. Wrapped up his championship today, going one-one. Oh, did he win the title? Yeah, won it. Went down to the. La- 
talking about our series, literally went down to the last moto, one point gap between him and Gertz. Wow. Yep, so their 450 class guys are wrapped it up early. Gertz managed to throw that title away. Dude, fucking Vial did what he had to do, though, that's, man. Dude, no, that's all I'm going to say. Because Vial has not been dominant, dominant like he was in the last yeah. last year. Yeah. Like, he, like, Gertz threw that fucking title away. I don't follow that as closely as you do. I watch the review, the race review. It's kind of like Formula One. I watch the race mm. reviews. I know the names. I kind of know some of the people. I know that last year VL fucking dominated, like, whole shot and won almost every fucking moto. Mm. Geertz this year should have fucking won that title, had a huge lead. So if he blew that, and because VL, dude, has not been. It's here's not the, like VL came back and every single review I watched, VL whole shots. Here's the, here's the wild, here's the wild thing about this. So Geertz threw that away. Here's the wild thing about this. You could go either way with that. Is Geertz threw it away, but VL actually had more moto wins and overalls this year than Geertz. It just tells you that when VL had a bad day, it was bad. Mm-hmm. So that's the crazy thing is, is like you could look at it and go, yeah, Geertz threw it away. But if you look at the like, if you were to just look at in a phone booth of like the results and, dude, fucking Vial won like goddamn twelve of the overalls this year and won like fucking nineteen <laughs> motos. Jesus Christ! So you're like, holy shit, he actually was better than Garrett. It's just his bad days mm-hmm. were so fucking bad. But hey, man, good for him. I like the kid. It makes his stock grow up because now he's going over here as a two time world champ instead mm-hmm. of just a one. And still, the one time would be cool, but it's like, oh, to do it twice. Yeah, two time world champ, fucking. You're 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 going to a team that's really going to be counting on you, um, so that just makes things more interesting, man. It'd be interesting to see if it brings Volans level up a little bit next year with him being here. Supercross is going to be very interesting because Vial is like one of the very few guys that have ventured over to this side of the pond that has no ex- like because Kenny and Marv when they came over here they had rode a little bit of Supercross mm-hmm. when DV came over here a little bit of Supercross Porcel so on and so forth. <laughs> Vial has no Supercross experience. Yeah. Like, he doesn't, he never even rode like Bercy mm-hmm. and Paris DeLille and all that shit. So, like, Supercross, when I say is a learning thing for him, it's, it's a learning, learning thing, thing for him. So, like, Supercross is going to be interesting, but outdoors, dude, if you're Voland, you got to know going in that, like, I can't, if Vial's winning a lot, I can't, I can't suck. Here's what needs to happen Voland needs to get through Supercross without getting hurt. And he also needs to make mains because, or make night shows. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I forgot the part of the mains. He didn't even make night shows this yeah. year. He needs he needs to just get into every night show, get into every main, whatever you finish is fine. You just got to finish. This is this is like we talk about with a lot of these guys. Go through the whole season. When you get to outdoors, then that way you can build throughout the year. Even if you're not good, even if you start doing outdoor testing way early. But you just need to get through it healthy. Yeah. So then you can go into outdoors healthy and really put the hammer down, get some good results. So that, that way, by the end of the year, when your contract's up, they're going, oh, man, look at Volan, like, yeah. whatever. You know, kind of like this year, because, like, he's built over the summer, and it's gotten to the point now. It's kind of like the Seth Hammaker thing yeah. in outdoors this year. Yep. Yeah, because he knows going into, into Supercross, KTM is just going to be happy with VL making it through Supercross and making mains. But they know outdoors is where, like, hey, the pressure's on him. Where as far as Volan, if Volan can be the anchor in Supercross, make all the fucking mains, maybe get some top fives, fucking crazy, maybe get a podium or two. But he know, like, they know that Volan's going to be better in Supercross. If I'll tell you this, as big of a Vial fan am I, as I am of him, if he's better than Volan, and I'd say first-year Volan in Supercross... I will even be fucking shocked mm-hmm. because, like I said, you're literally talking about a kid that has no, no Supercross, Supercross experience. So if him if he came in and did well in Supercross, that would be like, 
a fucking shock. You, if you just do that, KTM will be happy with you because mm-hmm. if you're struggling, and then with what they expect out of Vial, like, dude, there's going to be even more pressure on you because they're going, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yep. And in outdoors, like I said, nobody's going to expect Volan to beat Vial. So, like, KTM's going to be like, "Well, just make it through outdoors, do well, do what you did this year." But he can't have a bad Supercross season. Nope. Because if that's if you have two dudes that are, ha- it's just not a good look. No. So. No. But yeah, no, that's this is a little bit more interesting because it just it makes outdoors next year a little bit more like something to talk about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because you're like, oh, sure. Joe's doing this, Hunter, and now we got a two time world champ. What can he do? Because I was like sitting there going, yeah, man, like if he goes in as a one time champ, like that's still really cool. He's been dominant the last couple of years, but like two times sounds way better. Yep. So you're like, oh, it's a lot of shit to talk about. So no, nah, it was really cool, but it was, dude, I was it was wild because I'm like, holy shit, Vial goes out and smokes in the first moto. And then it's one fucking point to the good of Yao. I'm like, this fucking title is literally like the 450 title. It's one point. Yep. Dude, that moto was fucking wild because, like, Vial got around Gertz early and then he, like, he pumped up a little bit. Gertz closed on him. Vial loses the front end and talk about Paula being shitty. Turkey was terrible. Loses the front end. Of course, Gertz doing Gertz things, follows him through the corner, hits the hits fucking him. bike and goes over the bars, and then they're Jesus both down. Christ. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? But yeah, dude, it was... Kind of like the Sexton Tomac no, thing. Oh, I know. It was exactly like that. Like, Vial goes down, and like, Gertz, all he had to do was like, crossword at the apex, just followed him through the corner, fucking hits him. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? But, uh, nope. So, kind of let everybody know what we have, because we got the MX of Nations Well, hold show. on. I got a couple more things here. All right. To cover here, um, so and we've we've talked about these because we ha- obviously had six hours of driving last weekend. Uh, so the Reed talking shit on wh- whatever Instagram or whatever about KTM bikes going through the whoops as he's blitzing quite possibly the, the most smallest sets of the most perfectly rolled smallest sets set of whoops ever. Which Reed is a great whoop rider oh, yeah. in Supercross. Nothing taken away, but Reed, if you're gonna get on and make a post talking shit about going through whoops, you probably shouldn't do it. On the smallest set of whoops ever. And the most freshly fucking rolled whoops I've ever seen in my life. Dude, and the funny thing is, is then AP gets, like, he says that, and it riles up all the KTM boys. They all are on there making comments and stuff back and forth, which all seemed in good fun, but at the same time, it's like, well, there's a hint in there of stuff. Look, I don't, like... I don't, I, don't buy into what Cole, I don't think we've seen the end of it. And here. I don't also buy into what Cole was saying where he's like, oh, yeah, like you like maybe read like, oh, I'm going to make this post. Maybe she kind of on it. That's why I was so adamant about. No, bro, that was not. That was Reed being Reed and yeah. AP going the fucking bike sucks. Yeah. And then the fact that Marv of all people, <laughs> here's how you know that it's legit. When Marv, a guy that let's be real, doesn't ever say anything ever. Yeah. Gets on there and goes, you know what, AP, you are right. I'm like. Mic drop. <laughs> Marv, let's be real. Marv doesn't say shit. Yeah. I so for him to comment. I don't think we've seen the end of this. And oh, to be no. honest, I it, bet you by the end of these three rounds of World Supercross, Reed is like, this bike fucking sucks. Fucking, of course, though, Chad would be in the fucking middle of uh, all this. It's fucking Chad, Reed, all dude. fucking people. You know what, Chad? Fucking live for this. Oh, my God. Fucking, fucking live for it. Bullshit. I'm here for it. Look, I'm here for it. I mean, okay? it's fine. It gives us something to talk about. All right. And now let's get to the last thing I got going on here. Hurlings versus Tomac. Oh, yeah. It's fucking on. When is it going to happen? Not sure. Yet. Probably after Supercross. Here's the here's the one disappointment I have. Is that you're going to get Tomac coming off a of Supercross. Pretty much no outdoor stuff against a Hurlings who's 
going to come off an outdoor because obviously they're not going to be able to do it till after hurling season's over next year. Yeah. So, but damn. I don't. I, it's yeah. Odd. That's going to be very interesting. Jace they, has talked to both of them. They're both in. That's going to be fucking very pumped on this. It's going to be very interesting to see how they do that though, because when they're going to do it, because obviously we know the GPS with them having twenty rounds, they have a lot more off time. Yeah. So like, would you do it in between of that? And then, but can like, you imagine if he's like leading the title, comes over to do this, fucking crashes, hurts himself? I don't think Hurling gives a fuck to be honest with you. KTM might, so but, but Hurling goes. He's literally like, I will ride Webb's practice bike and I won't touch a clicker. Let's make this shit happen. Which I'm like, this is wild. How Hurlings much he wants to care. do it? Yeah, but dude, it's it's cool because it sh- it's it kind of it puts away all the bullshit of people like getting like getting on their high horse and like Hurling's a cocky fucking this and that. No, it shows how much Hurling's respects Eli. Yeah, because he like, wants to do it because he wants to be like, look, I I keep saying I'm the best, but. I haven't really beat him straight up because he even says in a lot of his interviews when they, when somebody brings up Iron Man, yeah, but he was racing for a title and I was just here hanging out like you, it and was even, different. And even if you want to go further, when you talk about the GP at Jacksonville at WW, he goes, "Well, the first moto, Eli got a good start. I was buried. I closed up, ran out of time. Second moto, vice versa, same thing fucking happened. And then it's funny too because he he rarely even talks about 2018. Yeah, at Redbud, so like." In the back of his mind, he knows he he for him he's like oh I'm faster than this guy and then Eli probably the same say the same thing but they have so much respect for each other. But then it pisses me off when you always got to have those fuckwads that go in there. We'll put him on a supercross track. We're we're not talking about Jeffrey Hurling's. Of course, Eli would smoke him. <sighs> Look, I'm a hater, and even I'm not going there. It's just. It's annoying because then you always have the people will put him on a supercross track, see what he does. Yeah, nothing. Are we, are we talking Whole about a bunch of nothing? Are we talking about Jeffrey? Like, look, if you were put Jeffrey on a supercross track right now, he would get like ninth. Like, no, we're not fucking telling you he's going to beat Eli on no. an outdoor track or a supercross track. That's not what we're saying. We're talking about outdoors. I'm here for it. I'm here for it too, and I don't care if I got to pay for it. Oh yeah, I'm like, paying that money all day long. I don't to watch really that care, shit. man. Like, I'm all about it, and honestly. Dude, they'd probably run each other in the ground. If he can, if and if it can happen at the JS Seven compound, holy fucking shit! Well, because here's the thing: it would be the last time we would ever get to see them race against each other. Yep. Because obviously Jeffrey's not going to be a Redbud this year. Yep. And we're never going to see those two ride together on an outdoor track ever nope. again, unless it's for like some bullshit in the future. Like, oh hey, we got Jeffrey Hurlings and Eli Tomac. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm all about it. I'm, I'm here the, for it. I, I still think, even though I think it's it's pretty close to being a done deal, I think the logistics, there's still a lot to go into, like, how are we going to do this, and whose bike is Jeffrey going to ride, and obviously where we're going to do it, and then what's the format, and like, how... So, like, I, I don't have a problem. I don't have any... Uh, I don't lack confidence that Jace will figure that out, but saying that, like, oh, they'll both do it, okay, that was, like, the easy part. Yeah. The now getting all the shit lined up, but like, dude, I'm here to tell you, it'll break the fucking moto internet. If there's anybody who can do it, oh, it's yeah. Jace. I'm just full confidence. And if he needs anything, I'm here to help. Ah, dude, we'll go down there and we'll <laughs> I'm just Look, when he when he first started talking about this, I got right on the phone, figured out we could get Southwick. Here's no oh, yeah, problem. We can do Southwick. But then here's no the thing, problem. and then but what I loved about it is Jeffrey's like no, we won't do Southwick because then everybody will be like, well, Jeffrey rides sand all the time, and that's yeah. not fair to Eli. It just shows how much Jeffrey wants to do that. He's like, dude, I'll fucking ride any track. I don't give a shit. I really like the JS7 compound idea. Oh, it's fucking sick. Fucking awesome. Because it's fucking soft. It's deep ruts. It's booters. So people are like, well, it's a little bit super cross-ish. So like, Jeffrey doesn't have a huge advantage or whatever, 
But the problem is, like everything we know, that no matter what the outcome is, there's always going to be somebody on the other side. It's still an outdoor track, man. Like, it's booters, but, like, dude, he rides Indonesia. Oh, I know. Indonesia is fucking booters. All I'll say is there'll always be those people that if Jeffrey goes out and he whacks them, they'll be like, well, you know. And then it'll be vice versa that if Eli did, they'll be like, well, you know. Yeah, it's fine. Like, look. But, um, yeah. Yeah, so, okay, so, yeah, so now we can run through. That's That's pretty much it for the show here so we'll run through kind of what we're going to do here for the next uh for the off season just so everybody knows and then we'll uh and then we'll wrap this up so basically um we're going to do a preview show for designations do you have an idea of what we're going to do for that i don't fucking know yet i gotta figure it out this week you gotta do some research this week bud because i can't be sitting over here talking about a bunch of dudes and you have no idea who i'm talking about yeah well that's why i have you here yeah because i don't know much i can't that's fine but i can't be sitting over here just like talking about guys and you have no idea who i'm talking about because that's the thing i'm gonna say names that you have no idea who the fuck they are yeah probably anyway um so we're gonna do designations preview show we will do a designations wrap-up show which will be at the track uh much like we've been doing so that'll probably be like half hour 45 minute show of us probably walking around the Redbud facility. We're going to show you some stuff that you probably won't want your kids to see, and we're going to have some people on there that, like, you'll be like, hey. Look, subscribe to the channel. There's a lot of people subscribing to the channel because I'm doing the shorts. I'm doing a lot of the shorts. Like, I took, I don't know how many videos at Iron Man, but there's a lot. Have not even uploaded a percentage of them yet. So anyway, um, so we'll do a pre and post show for Designations because it is at Redbud. Um and then we will probably do three wrap-up shows for the three rounds of World Supercross. Mm-hmm. I, we're not going to do anything pre because who knows? This is such a we new thing. So, but we will do shows wrapping that up. Um, there will probably be there will definitely be some vlogs coming up on the channel here um, because I have like footage from Redbud. I have footage from Iron Man. We're going to do the D-Class to Supercross vlog because we're going to go to Kev's house to ride. We have Buck Bash coming up, so there will be a video from that. Um, and, yeah, and then – so that will cover us through October. November probably will not be a lot. No. Probably – that is probably when most of the vlogs will drop will be November. And then once we get midway through December there, well, then we're back into Supercross preview. We'll go up probably like last week of December, and then we're rolling into 2023. Look, guys, for the MX of Nation stuff, uh, if there's anything that you guys want us to talk about, because uh, it's kind of one of those things that because Travis doesn't follow the GPs like I do as closely, it's going to be kind of a hard conversation to talk about some of these guys. If there's anything you guys want us to talk about, like, hey, who do you think we think is going to win this, this, let us know, because like the MX of Nation stuff is always fucking hard, because there's always people that nobody knows. Like, for me, I'll know who they are. There's a lot of people. I'm going to say names that like nobody, they don't know these people exist. Yeah. So it's kind of a hard thing if I say a name and you're like, who is that guy? I can only talk about so the guy for so long before it's like, well, on to the next guy. Um, so, yeah, if there's – and even at the race, if there's certain shit you guys want us to go over that you guys, if you're not there, don't see, let us know because, like, look, the fucking MX of Nations race is just – it's going to be a wild one, so it's going to be – a lot more all over the place than what we do for like a pro national. It's going to be awesome. So anyway, thanks everybody thank for you. another great outdoor season. Thanks for watching. Justin, thank you for being here through all this. It's committed. 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 Fucking committed. Fucking committed. I don't like the other fucking guy. Oh, God. Anyway, uh, thanks to, like I said, thanks everybody for watching. Make sure to like, subscribe, comment down below. Don't forget Dylan Danger Zone. We have a men's large t-shirt giveaway here. Instagram, show post, like, Follow the Instagram. Best comment. 
we will choose it. We will announce it on the Designations preview show who won that. Um, so make sure to do that. All sorts of links in the description below to all our sponsors. Thanks to our sponsors for the season here. Um, really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we'll be back, like I said, uh, in like two weeks for Designations preview show. Then a Designations wrap-up show. Then we'll be off for another like couple weeks until the first round of World Supercross. And then however those flow after that, because I don't remember the schedule exactly. But thanks, everybody, Thank for you. tuning in. We'll see everybody on the next one.